During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. From your nice warm bed You just remember what your old pal said Yes, you've got a friend in me Yes, you've got a friend in me And welcome back, everybody. It just started with the Mouse Podcast. Sorry, we had a little week's vacation there. But, you know, I started hockey and we had a couple things come up. So we weren't able to really put out an episode last week. And there's Kathy about to talk. Who are you? I don't know why. You didn't say, I'm John. I'm John. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Okay. And this is And you've got a friend in us. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> Go ahead. What? Talk. Why? Okay. This is a podcast. Why would we talk? <laughs> We're just going to play soothing audio for the next two hours. You're welcome. Enjoy. <laughs> Yeah, um, like John said, we had a week off just kind of to relax, I guess, a little bit. Like, in the midst of everything that has been happening, there's been a lot going on in our lives. And we do apologize, but we are back and ready to go. Yeah! Fresh (laughs) off Toy Story 4! We have a lot of stuff for you today. So we're doing our regular themed episode, um, and that's going to be Easter eggs in Disney and Pixar movies. Now, this is not all of them. We're probably going to have to do like a part two, possibly even a part three at this point because... Toy Story just had a bunch. Well, Toy Story did, but this isn't all of them. I I know that because with doing research, um, there's a lot of them that I did not see in my research, so... Can I let one go from Toy Story 4? Yeah, just not right now. Okay. When can I do it? At the end. Um, Oh, so far away. We'll do that in the review. Anyway, um, so we're going to do the Easter eggs, and then we are going to have... Um, a review of Galaxy's Edge with our good buddy that we will let you uh, we will let you know Mr. BB-8 yeah BB-8 sure (laughs) you will know and it'll be a surprise (laughs) to everybody whenever we do the review and then we're also going to do our review of Toy Story 4 so it's a super fun mega stuffed episode today I'm sorry if it's going to be two hours long (laughs) yeah I think you're gonna kind of have to do the, the interview because we only have two mics so yeah yeah we'll figure it out okay um, okay, so, do we just want to start? Or yeah, let's go there? into it, because I want to talk about just a little bit. Um, this episode, I'm kind of glad we actually took the week off, because this was going to be last week's episode. And it would be perfect timing now. Yeah, it was perfect timing now, with Toy Story 4 coming out, and there was, like, three or four that I kind of noticed. Actually, you helped me a little bit. Yeah. But... I think um, I noticed all of them, actually, yeah. and pointed them out to you. Uh, and that counts. And then I pointed it off to uh, the people that we were reviewing the film uh, with, Abby and Derek. Because um, they like to go to movies with us for some weird reason. Um, and I just want to say thank you to Abby and uh, Derek for my little just because gift. Um, before we get into this episode. Uh, they, I had mentioned a Wild Wing Troll doll in the, I want to say like the 
one of my duck newses, maybe. I, yeah, it was like it was early in the podcast. Yeah, it was early in our podcast history. And then obviously last time we did a podcast episode, it was my episode with the... Um, with ducks yeah with the mighty ducks and yesterday we went to the movies and they gave it to me and it's awesome he literally held it the entire time he was driving like he would not <laughs> let it go it's kind of embarrassing i'm joking love you no i'm happy that they do that for you and yeah. rude anyway so do you want to get into it um sorry i'm drinking pink lemonade that's fine I so get i gotta get hydrated i have hockey Okay, so the first, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eight are just strictly Disney movies. And then all of them after that, those are going to be the Pixar movies because Pixar yeah, tends Pixar to do a lot more. does, like, 50,000 Easter eggs in every movie. Right, so um, they tend to do a lot more than Disney does. So I will go ahead and read some of these um, Easter eggs in Disney movies, and then we'll just kind of switch back and forth since you have this as well. Um <clears throat> So in the movie Hercules, Scar... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me preface this with, if you don't know what an Easter egg is. So an Easter egg, yes, it is something you color on Easter. But Disney's version of an Easter egg is whenever they place something in a Disney movie that is relevant in another Disney movie. So like um, the one that we had talked about in the um, the dark side of Disney. Yeah, yeah. We had talked about like... Oh, okay, um... Who was it? Tiana and Rapunzel, I think. No, yeah, no, no. Rapunzel and Finn were in Frozen. Frozen, yeah. So that is it. That's called an Easter egg. It's just really good placement on Disney parts in um, other Disney movies. Yeah, that was in the part of when we were talking about um, conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy theories, and that all the Disney movies are connected. Uh, then, sorry, I was reading. No, that's fine. I was reading the group chat. Okay, so um, in Hercules, the movie, Scar from the Lion King actually appears as a Neiman lion and is eventually slain in the movie. So I did some research on this because I didn't know what a Neiman lion was or Neiman. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Neiman, maybe. The Neiman lion was a vicious monster in Greek mythology that lived in Nemia, Nemia, whatever, Mm. however you spell it or say it. It was eventually killed by Hercules and it could not be killed with the mortal's with mortals' weapons because its golden fur was impervious to attack. So that's something little that I didn't even know, actually. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's a new one on me. Yeah. Um, In The Little Mermaid, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are among King Triton's watchful audience. This is during the opening scene, and they are hidden amongst the merpeople. So there's also said to be Kermit the Frog in the scene as well. Okay, so we're going to watch The Little Mermaid. Bye. Um, and apparently there's also a little child with Mickey ears on um, in the like scene as well. Okay, so, so it might just be like a little kid, like a Disney World or something. Yeah, so just if you're going to watch it, just make sure like whenever you're watching the scene with King Triton's, whenever he's up there and there's all those people, just look. Because whenever I looked at it, they're very prominent. You can you can see them for sure. Um, do you want to read the, like, the next two? Yeah, sure. Um, in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is that right? No, it's Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> I'm joking. I know. <laughs> there is a street scene in the movie where Belle, Pumbaa, and the magic carpet are all seen trolling through the streets outside of Notre Dame. I didn't even know that. Neither did I. I'm this blown is, away. This is what I mean. Like, we didn't know a lot of them in <laughs> Disney movies, but we know a lot of them in Pixar movies because they're more prominent and, like, yeah. noticeable in the Pixar movies. Okay, and then uh, here's another one here. Another street scene in 101 Dalmatians where the lady and the tramp are spotted. Same silhouette, so to speak. But if you look at the screenshot, it's definitely them. 
Yeah, I, I looked up this one as well. I, th I think they meant to make it seem like they were just two random dogs, but it's it's totally the Lady and the Tramp. You can tell. Um, by the way, she did all this research, so she doesn't have to constantly say that she looked this one up. Yeah, she did all. I did all the work on the last episode. She yeah, did the we're, we're kind of like flip flopping at this yeah. point. Unless we do like a top ten, then we don't really have to do research. Yeah, there's not really much research behind top tens. Um, there is a scene in Aladdin where the Sultan shows his large stack of toys. In this stack of toys, there is an alligator, a giraffe, a camel, a penguin, and the beast from Beauty and the Beast. They're so creepily sneaky with some of this I know, stuff. right? It's so well-placed. So <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Um, in Tarzan... Foreshadowing. In Tarzan, Porter is having what looks to be a tea party. And guess who is used as the dishes? Um, Mrs. Potts, Chip, and his brothers and sisters. This one is like kind of creepy to me because if you look it up, they don't have faces. So it's oh, just the tea I set. I like it. I like it. I'm like, I couldn't drink out of it. No. <laughs> Um, you want to do the next two? Yeah, sure. Um, Lilo and Stitch. This one might be a little far out there, but people have noticed it. Um, there's a scene in the movie where Lilo and Stitch are in... Nani. Nani's room. Sorry, I always get her name wrong. It's fine. And directly behind her is what looks to be a Mulan poster. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool. I saw that one, too. It, it, it's kind of like um, like a movie poster, I guess it would look like, and she's doing like a pose oh, okay. poster. In The Princess and the Frog, when the parade is taking place, there's a Mardi Gras parade float that takes the form of King Triton. Triton. Triton, sorry. From Little Mermaid. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I'm okay. not reading well today. Reading John, not well. <laughs> so that is um, just the D Disney ones. That's the only ones I really researched because, like I said, there are so many of them. We're probably going to have to do a part two, possibly even a part three in the future. Yeah, because this. there was a bunch of them in Toy Story 4, so yeah. we're going to have to get to that too. Okay, so moving on to Pixar. The Luxo <laughs> Ball. Here you go. The Luxo Ball. Okay. The Luxo Ball is that famous ball that you see in a lot of the Pixar movies, mostly Toy Story, I think. Yeah, I think there's I think it's even at the Disney resorts at one of the yes. value resorts right by it's the pool. One. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's a big giant. It's the um, it's like a yellow ball with um, a blue stripe and then it has the red star on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So, the Luxo Ball has a long history with Pixar, appearing in its first ever short so that's just like the little short they put before a movie or whatnot. Luxo Jr. Um, you know, the one with a playful desk lamp that's now in every Pixar movie right before they start. Even though they changed it. Yes. Foreshadowing. Um, the short changed the face of the industry, showing hand animators that the computers were assets to the industry instead of the end of it. Along with the lamp, the Luxo ball has become an icon for Pixar, which is why they like to squeeze it in wherever they can. In addition to the shots above, here are a few places that you can find the little guy. Okay. So I, re I remember this one like 100%. Yeah. So this one is... Um, this is the, the original. Yeah, yeah, the first Toy Story. When Buzz Lightyear proves that he can fly, um, the Luxo Ball is the toy that he actually bounces from. Yeah, because he bounces from a toy and then he gets on a toy car and then yeah. flies. Yeah. Um, it's also in the toy basket at Sunnyside Daycare in Toy Story 3. I think I've seen that one. I'm not sure, but I think I might have... So if you, um, in the movie Up, if you really squint at Russell's merit badges, you'll spot a familiar shape in there. This is a hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Check the middle row on the lower left and you will see the Luxo ball as well. Um, a, a lot of these ones, honestly, like I didn't know until researching them, like I had said before. Um... So the Luxo Ball's cameos aren't just limited to the feature-length films like 
up and Toy Story and whatnot. Um, it can also be found in Pixar shorts such as Presto, which originally ran before Wally. Wally. <laughs> in this case, it appears as one of the many items that fall out of the magician's sleeve. And then there's Jack Jack Attack. This is a 2005 short based on The Incredibles. Jack Jack's babysitter thrusts a bunch of toys at the little superhero in an attempt to keep him entertained. One of them, shocker, is no ordinary bouncing ball, but the Luxo ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John, do you want to go ahead and tell us where the Pizza Planet truck appears in a lot of... Uh, Sure. Pixar uh, films. The pizza delivery truck, uh, like we said, this is from the Toy Story franchise, um, that played a very central role in the Toy Story movies, has turned up in every Pixar movie since, except for The Incredibles. Keep your eyes peeled the next time you're watching these movies. Yes. Yeah, um, so, so basically, it's been in every movie except The Incredibles. I'm trying to think. What was it in Coco? Like they're outside of a trailer or something, and you see the Pizza Planet truck. It's sitting whenever. Right next to it. It's what? Yeah, that's not in here actually. I, I, I it's whenever Mama Coco is running outside because there are street musicians playing outside of her shoe shop or whatever it is, and she's like trying to like chase them away, and you see the Pizza Planet truck drive by. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very, like. Um, fast though yeah, yeah you have scene, to really keep your eyes open yeah and, and not that that's to say with any of these easter eggs to be honest it's not just the pizza plant truck it's very quick um in a bug's life the toyo can toyota can be found uh parked next to a trailer with the deadly bug zapper yeah and uh monsters inc the pizza planet delivery truck can again be found next to the trailer with the bug zapper from a bug's life because that's where Randall the monster, oh wow, is banished. <laughs> He's kicked out of much trouble. Yeah, so yeah I think I'm going to let you talk now. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. So uh, what, what John was saying was the Monsters, Inc. scene, it's it's like a trailer and you see the Pizza Planet truck. Oh God, uh, truck I feel like Mikey week. and Bob now. <laughs> they always, their voices always crack. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you going back to puberty, John? You're a teenage boy there. We'll chug down some water real quick. Um, do you want me to go or are you good? I can go. Okay. In Finding Nemo, you can catch a blurry glint glimpse of the truck through the thick aquarium glass as Gil the fish plots the escape from the tank. Yes, I remember that scene vividly actually. <laughs> it makes perfect sense that the pizza delivery truck can be found watching the piston cup race in cars. I actually think I remember seeing that one. Mm -hmm. Like he's like in the stands for one of the races. Yeah, he's just watching. Yep, yep. I'll let you go ahead and read a little bit more about it here. Okay. Um, if you blink and you miss it, the cameo, um, the Toyota which is the Pizza Planet truck. It's a, a Toyota truck. Yeah. Um, it can be found taking in the Paris sights in the background of Ratatouille as Skinner is chasing Remy near the sign scene. Sheen. 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 Organ. 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 <laughs> the Pizza Planet truck fared about as well as the rest of humanity in Wally. Eve finds the truck and scans it, then shuts the hood and moves on. <laughs> I don't remember that scene because honestly, I've only seen Wally once and. I'd have to see it again because I mean I think I was still in high school when that came out. Yeah. Um, as Carl's house sails into the air and up, we get a bird's eye view of the streets below. the The truck down, the truck is down there, faithfully delivering pies as always. Man, you got to give it to Pizza Planet. It's been there for a lot of events. They're very popular. <laughs> I, I kind of want to try their pizza. <laughs> I mean, it is there, but it's not the best. <laughs> um. Yo is definitely a racing fan because in addition to the Piston Cup in the first Cars, he's also in attendance in the Radiator Springs Grand Prix in Cars 2. So they're like nicknaming the um, 
Toyota truck. Yo. yo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In case you're confused. <laughs> Who's good? this yo character you're right. speaking of? Who is yo? Do you want to read the next ones or let me go? By the time Brave came out in 2012, fans were on the whole Pizza Planet truck inside joke. And they wondered how in the world animators were going to work in a modern day vehicle into a film set in ancient Scotland without totally disrupting the continuality of the storyline. Here's how. Uh, I think I deleted that actually. Hold on one second. Here's how. Here's how. There's Bubble nothing up. there. Okay. I'll read the next one. Read the next, okay. next one slowly. <laughs> All college students. Really, John? those of the monster variety. I'm speaking well. <laughs> In Monster University, love pizza. Proof. There's nothing there either. Oh. <laughs> This is not funny. Okay, so in Brave, um, the Pizza Planet truck, the the witch that's in Brave, you've you've watched Brave once with me, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, the witch that Merida goes to see, there's actually a like a wooden carved Pizza Planet okay. truck. So that's how they incorporate it in Brave, and then um, in Monsters Universe, you'll do it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We're going to give so later in the episode after this, we're gonna do um, our review, like I said, with Galaxy's Edge, and then we're gonna do um, our review of Toy Story Four, just John and I, and we will give out some Easter eggs that I had mentioned and saw. Actually, something just popped up that I saw. Okay. Um, and we're gonna be talking about that too. Okay. Did you find the? Scene yeah, in? it's in. Uh, it's when they're all like in the middle of the frat square. I think they're at Roar Omega Roar. If you look off to the left side, you see the Pizza Planet truck. Oh, okay, cool. I'll have to watch it again because I honestly don't remember that. Um, you want to go ahead with the next one or you want me to start? Uh, uh, I'll go, I guess. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> Animators love to sneak in references to other Pixar movies, sometimes even including films that haven't been released yet. For example, the poster of Flynn... Finn. Finn... McMissile? McMissile from Cars 2 that showed up in Andy's bedroom in Toy Story 3 in 2010. So that was a foreshadowing, actually, right? Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the movie Cars 2 came out in 2011, but the Finn McMissile um, character showed up in Andy's bedroom in Toy Story 3, which appeared in 2010. So that's kind of foreshadowing, actually. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, Lotso, the bad guy from Toy Story 3, can be found in a little girl's bedroom in Up which is 2009, as Mr. Fredrickson's house flies past her window. Also spotted, the Luxo ball. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're always doing that. In Monsters, Inc. in uh, 2001, Boo hands Sully a stuffed clownfish, which is really a sneak preview at the lead character in 2003's Finding Nemo, and check out what else he's holding in his paws. Which is another Luxo ball. <laughs> you know what? I heard something about... You told me about this with Finding Nemo. I know this is kind of a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Doesn't Nemo mean nothing in, like, Latin? Latin something. Like, so you're finding nothing and that... Um, so basically what they're saying in the story is that Marlin... Is the only character that's alive. Yeah. And that Nemo and his mom passed away together. Because, the, because in the very first scene of the movie, there's a different fish attacking them. Mm-hmm. 
And so, if if you want to go more into that, you can. But you we'll know. probably do another episode of conspiracy theories because, like I said, the last one I think gained us. I mean, we had a lot of listens on that episode, and I really enjoyed doing the research on that. But there are so many more. Like every movie has a conspiracy theory or an alternate meaning behind it. So I think we might do that again okay. sometime in the future. Um, the dentist in Finding Nemo has a pretty good waiting room material. A little boy waiting for his appointment can be seen reading a comic book that stars none other than The Incredibles, 2004, which um, Finding Nemo was in 2003, so foreshadowing it again. Actually, that's not all in his waiting room. He also has a treasure chest of toys, including everyone's Space Ranger. I remember seeing this one. Yes, they're like laying on the floor, I think. And and I think the kid even like maybe picks Mm -hmm. it up for like a second. I remember seeing that one. Yeah. Um, When the newly announced Cars 3 eventually comes out, keep your eyes peeled for the Radiator Springs drive-in. In In Cars, it's showing Toy Car Story. In Cars 2, Matter and Lightning McQueen drive past the sign that states it's showing the Incredimobiles. <laughs> Hold on here for one second. Okay, can we read the next one? You do realize Cars 3 came out in 2017. Okay. I don't, I, I, I think it's just, it's just saying that it was showing toy car story. I know, but you, the beginning of it says when the newly announced car yeah, 3 eventually this, came. Yeah, but this stuff that I researched, this oh, okay. is not from oh, okay. like recent things. Okay. Sorry, I no. just wanted to make sure. I didn't want our people thinking no, no, no. that Cars 3. I was like, I swear no, no, I heard no, no, people no. talk about Cars 3. Yeah, no, no. It already came out. Okay. It's okay. not like Sorry. coming out in Sorry. the future. Sorry. Go ahead. Read the next one. I just want to make sure. I, You're, fine. You're fine. You're <laughs> fine. When the Toy Story gang is cruising through the aisles of Al's Toy Barn, Barbie isn't the only toy they happen that they happen to cross. Across. <laughs> Eagle Eye viewers will be able to spot a Bugs Life toys on the shelf. Yes. I don't like a Bugs Life. I mean, it was an okay movie. I just don't think it needs to be representative no. of parks as that's much as it is. Yeezma's Wild Ride, let's go! <laughs> it's another day, another episode. Okay, so this is actually an interesting one that I don't think John knows about at all. Nope. Um, I found this out whenever I was doing my research, and actually I tried to look for... Never mind. We'll talk about that later. All right, so it's A113. Um, okay. A113 is the number of the classroom where many California Institute of the Arts graphic design students studied, including Pixar heavies John Lasseter. <laughs> And Brad Bird. Hiding references to it has become a nod that animators like to hide within their work and not just Pixar films. A113 has appeared in episodes of The Simpsons, American Dad, South Park, Tiny Toon Adventures, Rugrats, and more. But that's another time, you know, whatever. Another day. Right now we're just going to stick to the few Pixar references. Um, There is a, a scene in Finding Nemo where it is on the scuba diver's camera. It says A113. And if you check out in uh, Brave, the Roman numeral uh, format. Above a doorway. Above a doorway, that is there, uh, that A113. Yeah. Um, and then Andy's mom has a familiar license plate in the Toy Story movies, which also includes uh. A113. Uh. Right? Now, these are the things that you're going to hear us say, and now you're actually going to be looking, because whenever John and I went to see Toy Story yesterday, oh God, I was actually like, wrote like my eyes were just back and forth back and forth looking for all these easter eggs because they're so interesting 
Um, it says Pixar is famous for sneaking little inside jokes and references into their movies. You probably already know about A113. If not, you know, we already had talked about that. Um, the famous room number is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the nudge, nudge, wink, wink um, that the animators do. Um, let me see here. And then, like I said, these are just things that you're going to be looking for in movies such as like Toy Story and Up. Mm-hmm. I think Toy Story has a lot, a lot, a yeah, lot. I think, it, I think it's because in the Toy Easter Story eggs. land, there's a lot more they can do with it. Yeah. Because like, I mean. They're toys. <laughs> yeah, they're toys. And there's a lot of different shelves and everything else that you can hide things on and yeah. whatnot. So. Yeah. Um, but like I said, there are so many. And this episode is already like going to be so super long that we're probably going to have to do like a part two and part three to this um, because these, this is just touching the surface of these Easter eggs. Um, so can I talk about something with Toy Story 4? Is it anything? Wait. No, it's not a spoiler or anything. Is it? What is it? Is it, a, is it an Easter egg? No. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Potato Head is played by Don Rickles. He attended to reprise his role as Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story 4. But died in April 2017. I didn't know that. I, I, I just read this, so okay. this is interesting, I think, for both of us. Rickles' family then contacted Pixar and asked if there was any way to include him in the film. By reviewing 25 years of material, included unused lines from the first three films, games, and other related media for the franchise, they were able to assemble enough to be able to use him in Toy Story 4. Aww. So basically, he wasn't going to be in the movie, but then the family like reached out to Pixar... And ask them if he could, uh, if they, if there was any way they could do that. So, Aww. and I mean, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but at the very end of the movie in Toy Story, they did have um, his name, in pop mo- up. yeah, in memory of or whatever. And uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that until you just said it. That's awesome. Did you hear that? They shut down the main reactor. Will be destroyed for sure. This is madness. All right, listeners, so we have our buddy uh, Joe on the podcast. We're going to have you uh, review Galaxy's Edge for us, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, So how did you like Galaxy's Edge overall? Overall, I was really worried that it was going to be so hyped up that it wasn't going to live up to expectations. And I can say walking into it, it blew my expectations and the hype out of the water. Yeah, I think I think we all felt that way, especially whenever we went to Disney World for Toy Story Land. We were afraid that they weren't going to do it justice, and they did. Um, have you been to Toy Story Land at all yet? I have. You have. Okay, so how do you? How would you compare, say, Galaxy's Edge to Toy Story Land or Pandora, like we were talking about before? Um, I know. Um, I love. Toy Story Land for the three rides, and I thought it was very well themed. But Galaxy's Edge took that to a whole new level. I think it even blows away Pandora. Really, that's saying something. <laughs> for for how brand new that land is, it looks like it's been there for ages. Right. Yeah, everything is detailed to a T. Everywhere you look, everything is placed for a reason. Wires just don't go into nowhere. They go to somewhere, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you're walking into that land. Um, there's three entrances. So for the reservation period, they're using the Hungry Bear entrance. So first thing you walk into, you see an X-Wing and an A-Wing fighter. 
Okay. Sorry, I'm not I'm not 100% on the uh, Star Wars thing, so... So those are uh, two planes from the Resistance side okay. of the Star Wars um, channel. Okay. Um, now, when with the uh, reservation process, was that easy, or how did that all work through Disney? I know you had to have, like, a certain reservation to be there at a certain time, or... It was pretty flawless. Um, this trip was a surprise trip from my wife for Father's Aww. Day and my son's birthday. So I didn't know until the day before we were actually That's awesome. So she managed to get a reservation, and then um, through one of the hotels, we did stay at the Disneyland Hotel for one night, which was amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm so jealous That's right whole, now. <laughs> that, that, could be a, I know, that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so we woke up in the morning, we used uh, early morning magic, and we got into the park, and the park was pretty empty. I mean, we did pretty much the whole park before 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Wow, I wish Walt Disney World did I know, we that. wish Walt Disney World did that. Uh, so what, the, the early magic, what time did you guys actually get in there? It started at 7, and we walked in the park at 7.15. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So a lot of extra time. A lot of extra time. The park opened up at 8, so we did, you get a full hour. We did all of Tomorrowland in that hour, and then we just started hopping around. Matterhorn was a 10-minute wait. Wow. It's a Small World was five. I know you wrote that about five times. Of course, we at least do it once, because, you know, <laughs> it's a small world. Right, right. Have to. Have I think I tagged you guys in a post while I was on the on the little cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. so then um, our reservation was five to nine, which was amazing. So I got to see the land during the day and at night. So I got two different perspectives on that. Okay. So what you do is uh, we went to the lunch bay at Tomorrowland. Um, they scan your QR code off your phone and off your uh, print. They give you your wristbands and they tell you to line up at the Country uh, Bear Cafe. Okay. So now you... Okay, so the wristbands that I saw you had, you said you were there from mm -hmm. 5 to 9. So you weren't permitted at all into Galaxy's Edge, not even to roam around before that? No. Okay, okay. Uh, we were wondering how that worked. Yeah, so they... Um, if you look on the map, there's a pretty long entrance way from the Country the Hungry Bear Cafe in the Galaxy's Edge. So that's where they were staging everybody. Okay, okay. Makes sense. And so then, uh, I mean, we walked in and it just felt like you weren't in Disneyland anymore. You were in Batu. Wow. Everything, the sounds from Disneyland just kind of disappeared. Wow. So you, it felt like you were immersed into a completely different world. And then it wasn't Disney anymore. <laughs> Completely different. And that, that's something I think that they needed to do, too, because, I mean, I think, you know, John and I had talked about this before, like Universal kind of does that. I don't want to say better than Disney does, but they make mm -hmm. you feel that like every different place that you go to is in its own entity. But like whenever you're at Disney, it's kind of like everything flows together. So that's kind of awesome that they did that. Right. I mean, you don't hear the sounds of the, of the steamboat or, you know, of the train like you normally would at anywhere in, just in Disneyland Park. Wow. Okay. So, um, so, so I, go ahead. Um, we walked in, and I really wanted to do Oda's Cantina. 
Okay. But unfortunately, we were too late to get into line to reserve our spot for Augustine Tina. Okay, so you could not reserve that prior to, or because it was a surprise for you, you didn't have the time to? Um, you could not, you... You could not do that prior to. You had to be there in the park to do that. Okay, okay. So you didn't get to try that, but did you get to try anything else? Like, did it, What were the other food options that they have there? Um, they have Docking Bay 7, which is a quick service restaurant. Um, we walked in there and just kind of looked around. Um, they were really busy, so we went to Ronto's Roasters. Okay. And um, for the people who are part of the, our Facebook group, or your guys' Facebook group, um, I posted a couple pictures of the pod pod roaster. Yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. And they had the uh, the Ronto wrap, which was pulled pork with a sausage and some sauce and some uh, sour, not sauerkraut, coleslaw, which was really good. Oh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> I mean, we we actually we actually heard about that through uh, Disney's food blog um, with AJ. She said that like that's the best thing they have in Galaxy's Edge right now. I would I would agree with that. I liked it. My wife didn't care for it. She doesn't like coleslaw. Okay. But I liked it. Well, you better tell her whenever she comes out to Pittsburgh to visit, she got to get some coleslaw in her permani sandwich. <laughs> that, you know, she's just not a coleslaw person. I don't know. <laughs> I understand that. Okay. And then we. We did able to try the blue and green milk. Okay. Um, blue milk is my personal favorite. I didn't care for the green milk, and it seemed to be a lot of people shared that sentiment while we were there. Now, was it like a milky consistency? It was kind of more, not milky, but more of a slurpy consistency. Okay, okay. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nice and cool. Um, it, the blue milk has like a dragon fruit flavor to it. Ooh. That's different. And the green one was more of like a citrus starburst flavor towards it. So maybe like too much for somebody. Yeah, I didn't care for as much as the blue milk. Okay, okay. Now, did you get any like sides with your wrap that you had or? Um, they do. They only offer the wraps and then they offer turkey jerky. It was the only two things at the Ronto's Roasters. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So that one is made for more quick service, grab it, go, get out of the way for the next customer because there's it was very busy. Right, right, as expected. Right. So uh, just a question here. Um, I know they have some of the rides open. Were you able to get to ride any of them? And if you did, uh, uh, how well was it or did you like it? The one ride that's open right now is the Millennium Falcon. Um, the Rise of the Resistance is opening sometime this fall. And that's all they will say right now. Millennium Falcon, some people are saying it's not an e-ticket attraction. I think they're wrong. I think it's definitely worth riding multiple times. It's an e-ticket attraction for me. Okay. Uh, the storyline, the visuals, being able to fly the Millennium Falcon. That's a dream as of being a kid, <laughs> seeing it in the movies. Right, right. <laughs> I've always wanted to fly the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. I got to do that twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. So, um, it, it does grade you on how well you do. The first time we did it, um, I was the left pilot. Um, James, my son, was the left gunner. And then Jess, 
uh, was the engineer, and then we had another couple people with us. We didn't do too well. <laughs> At least you admit to it. <laughs> we we broke uh, quite a few things, and the hyperdrive was busted by the time we got done. <laughs> and then we walk, you walk out, and they can kind of know how well you did. Like, there's lights blinking. Like, oh, you guys really messed up here. What'd you do to our Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> so they went along with it. The cast members did. Yeah, the cast members are so into their story. Uh, you ask them where Mickey Mouse is, they don't know who Mickey Mouse is. Okay, because I was going to ask you that because I did see that on quite a few posts where, you know, the one woman was like, well, how do I even ask for a Band-Aid? Because they're acting like they're actually part of this world. <laughs> yeah, they are. Each one of them has their own backstory, so it's very interesting to talk to a couple of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but uh, let's bring back to the Millennium Falcon, and then we'll get back to we'll get back to the backstory. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did get go a second time, and me and James both got to be pilots. And I have to say, me and my seven year old did better than the, me and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, James. Good job. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is very immersive. You can feel the difference when if you're turning left, it turns left, it goes right. It is. A new ticket attraction, and I can't wait to see what they do for the other one for the Rise of the Resistance. Okay, cool, cool. And you said that that's supposedly being available to ride this fall. This fall, I'm thinking they might. There's been rumors I've heard on the interwebs about it opening during D23. I don't know how true that is. Okay. That's that's what I've heard. Rumor on the street is. Okay. Well, we'll have to have you back on then for that. <laughs> Yeah, if I get to go to that. I <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. <laughs> so, um, we got to try the the kettle corn there. Oh, okay. Which was really good. It's a mixture of spicy and a blueberry kettle corn. That's interesting. And you enjoyed that? It, yeah, the blueberry had a nice blueberry note to it, and then the... The pepper spicy one wasn't too spicy, so it had a nice little tang to it, but not too bad. Okay, okay. Did you get any other snacks while you were there, or was that kind of the gist of what you had food-wise? That was that was kind of the gist of it food-wise, because we weren't sure how much availability was going to be, so we kind of ate before we went to the land. Right, right. And then um, I didn't get a chance to build a lightsaber. I was kind of upset. <laughs> But we did look at the droids, and the droids are amazingly built. The, um, they interact with the land through Bluetooth. Okay. So depending on what what you choose, if you choose a resistance droid, you know they'll act happy when they're on the resistance side and beep and bop. And then if they, you take them over to the first order side, they kind of like shake and act scared. That's really wow. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool to see. Um, we didn't build one because they run about 100 150 bucks, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to have to buy two. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but the decor for the land being so new, it just looks so old. Like, it's been there. Like, it was meant to be there. Um, just a quick question here, I guess. Um what would you compare it to, like, with all the, like, Hollywood Studios, all that other stuff? What kind of park would you consider Galaxy's Edge to be? Would it be more like a Toy Story Land inside of a park? Or, I guess, what I'm trying to say is, is where would you rank Galaxy's Edge 
in your like top, I guess five or whatever? My number one top land um, for me right now is still cars. Okay. In, in California, I love that land. I, with the way they built it and they built the ride, Star Wars for me is, will be number two. I think once the new ride opens up. Okay. And they got some room to do some extra stuff in there, so I don't think they're done with that land. Wow. You know, with Pandora, with Pandora, it seems a little closed off. Like they don't have room to expand. Mm -hmm. I think with uh, Galaxy's Edge, they have room. If they wanted to, they could add possibly another Cantina, another Quick Service, or maybe even another ride in the future. It seems like they have some extra room. Right, right. And with you know more movies being released, I'm sure they will too. After that. Yeah. Um, I think Pandora is, another, is third. Um, Asia would be fourth for me. I love Asia at Animal Kingdom. Okay. And then number five, I mean, that could be anywhere. I, was, I think Toy Story as far as theming. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I just, we just kind of wanted to see, you know, like, compared to all the other lands like we had mentioned earlier, um, how you would rank it. But you're saying that you wouldn't even put it like at your number one yet, but it's still. It's all, close. Yeah. I'm it's, a big cars fan. I okay. love cars. I love the franchise. And I, you know, being so close to California, you know, when they opened up Cars Land, we were there, I think within the first month as well. And that's always been like my go to for theming. Okay. Um, is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you wanted to mention? Um, Doc Ondar's Den of Antiques was probably one of the coolest shops I've ever stepped foot into. Okay, okay. If you want to cosplay, roleplay, this was the place to go for some of the finer things that you can't find anywhere else. You could buy Princess Leia's white dress, the jewelry that goes with it, the, the wig that goes with her. And it's not like that, like, costume. It's probably more authentic than that. I would say if you put this on, you could walk onto a movie set. I mean, wow. the costumes were that good. But is it? it's my understanding that you're not allowed to wear that stuff in the parks, like, in the Galaxy's Edge. No, if you buy a Jedi robe, um, they're asking you not to wear it because okay. they don't want to confuse kids. Right, right. Because um, Ray. Um, Chewbacca and some of the other characters. There's no lines to meet anybody. Uh, Chewbacca and Ray free roam throughout the park and will stop and take a picture with you. Oh wow! Okay. They don't. There's no queue to stand in line. They just walk around. Okay. It'll be interesting to see what Walt Disney World does with that because I know they've kind of put a stop to their free roaming characters in Disney World compared right. to Disneyland. Yeah, that's something that John and I don't really care for in Disney World because we've heard from Derek and Abby that in the land, they're kind of just, like you said, free roaming and you can really just meet anybody without that weight. Yeah, um, yeah like, like I've met uh, Alice and the Mad Hatter just walking around by the teacups. Right, right. You know, and, but some of the Chewy care that when you stand in line for the cares, they do spend a little bit more time with you. Mm-hmm. I know when we went over to California Adventure, um, back when Incredibles was out, Incredibles 2 was out, mm -hmm. um, we spent probably a good 15 minutes with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Oh, wow. And they actually, we were the last ones they were seeing. 
they walked James to almost to the back to the back lot area, and Mike and Sally were coming out. Oh. So we got like a two for one bonus, and I'll have to share some pictures of that because it was quite amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. So, but um, going back to the den of antiques, they have these cool things called holocrons. Okay. And they are pretty much they keep secrets of the Jedi and the First Order. So you have blue ones for the Jedi and the Resistance, and then red ones for the First Order. And you can interchange the crystals, and they display uh, messages and stuff. That was really cool to see. That's awesome. I feel like I'm not being like, much of like a help here because I'm just like <laughs> thinking everything <laughs> no, so cool. <laughs> There's so much to take in, and um, reading some of the blogs and stuff, I definitely know I miss stuff. Um, they have a creature stall, kind of like it is with the avatars, okay. where they sit on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. So they have some of those creatures. I think it's called the. I don't know the name of it, but they're cute looking. Yeah, I saw so that. Yeah. Past that. <laughs> so I mean, the repeat repeatability of the land for me um, seems pretty high. Plus, with what they did with the Disney Parks app, there's so much to do on that. I didn't even get a chance to really scratch that surface. Wow. So it's like it's 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 a whole day thing, and even in the whole day, you won't get to see everything or do everything. You'd be pretty close. I mean, you could to spend a whole day in one Disneyland in one land is not normal. But I think you could spend a good portion of the day at that too in Galaxy's Edge. Okay, I have one more question for you though. Mm -hmm. All right, so John and I obviously we've we've talked on the podcast about how we don't we're not the biggest Star Wars fans, but we also haven't given it a chance yet. We haven't watched all of the movies and appreciated it. So, do you think that somebody who hasn't gone, or I mean, I'm so sorry, who, haven't, who hasn't watched the series um, can still appreciate going there and appreciate the theming and everything that it has to offer? Yeah, because I think um, my wife is in that boat. Okay. She puts up with my Star Wars addiction <laughs> to a degree. Um, but she hasn't seen all the movies. She, you know, she so she can she can name who Chewbacca is and Han Solo and the basics, right? But she she thoroughly enjoyed the land and the theming. She just we were standing in line for the Millennium Falcon. She's like, this place looks like it's been here for a hundred years, right? But it's brand new. And so everywhere she, I asked her opinion. She's just like, I can't believe how much they packed into this land. Everywhere you look, there's something to do, something to see, something to touch. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay, Joe. Well, we really we really appreciate you taking the time out today to uh, talk to us and give us this review because, like I said, we haven't been out there yet, and we're kind of we're kind of wait we're kind of waiting to go. Uh, I guess at Walt Disney World because we're going to be there right around like I think a month after it opens in Walt Disney World. So yeah, but uh, we just wanted to thank you for being on here. And do you have any closing comments or anything else you want to say? If you have a chance to go. Don't hesitate and go. It will be worth it. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Joe. We really appreciate you taking the time out again. And we look forward to uh, growing our friendship with you. And we really appreciate everything you do in the group, too. No, thank you, guys. I'm, I'm so happy to be a part of the podcast and be a part of the group. I love it. So well, anything you. you guys need, you let me know. All right. Thank you thank so you. much, Joe. Have a great day. All right. You too. All right. Bye.
Okay, so because we didn't record last week, we do have a little bit of news here. Um, but just bear with me because some of the stuff I kind of just screen, uh, like screenshotted or whatever, and other stuff I kind of saved the links just to be able to read. Um, I didn't really have much time to type it all up like I normally do, so it might not be as clean cut as it normally is, and I apologize for that. <laughs> okay, so um, apparently a... An all-new dino-sized dinner experience is coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. It will have handcrafted burgers and build-your-own Sunday bar. Um, it's that restaurant called Restaurantaurus. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it seems kind of cool, right? Yep. <laughs> John never has anything to say whenever I don't print out the news. Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so there has been all-new um, Farewell Illuminations merchandise in um, Epcot. So that's kind of cool I guess. yeah i, I mean <laughs> it, there's a lot of people out there that have a attachment to illuminations I'm i personally one. have never seen it yeah so so and we're not gonna get started. sorry <laughs> it's okay um a new chippendale reboot and much more is coming to disney plus i just put that in there because i thought john would think that was cool because he loves chippendale i do love chippendale because chip uh decided he wanted to sit by me at the very merry christmas party <laughs> tim allen and tom hanks distribute disney toys at a local orlando hospital um that was kind of yeah, that, that was probably right before the movie came out. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, there is a new Monsters at Work series coming to Disney Plus as well. So uh, what you're saying is I'm going to be binge watching things on Disney Plus for like the first two months. Yeah, we're basically only yeah. going to be watching Disney Plus. <laughs> um, Disney Loves Jazz merchandise has arrived in Disneyland Paris. It has, um, it looks like Princess Tiana, um, the Aristocrat Cats, and a couple others. Um, Toy Story Happy Meals, Happy Meal Toys, and Ticket to Win Game at McDonald's now. I went to McDonald's the other day, and I kind of wanted to get a Happy Meal just w- for the toys. To be honest, I was more excited about going to Burger King, and I saw the Stranger Things cups. <laughs> the Stranger Things cups. But, but <laughs> that's another that's day. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, apparently, Disney filed permits for the new superhero-themed land, which will be, um, what, the, what's it called? The new land that's coming? It's like the Avengers and everything. The Marvel. Yeah, so like Marvel, a Marvel yeah. theme land in DCA. Um, the stars of Toy Story 4 celebrated the world premiere at El Captain Theater. Um, did you happen to put in the news how much it's made so yes. far? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you go then. You're fine. Um, general booking for 2020 Disney Cruise Lines itineraries opens tomorrow. And that was posted on Wednesday. So it opened on Thursday. So I'm you are. i to talk about something. Okay. So you're now av- um, able to book 2020 Cruise Lines. Um, Can I talk about something? Sure. I think here in the near future. We need to do a cruise? No. Just, just let me talk. Hey, Jesus. I'm just saying, I think here in the near future, I know we have a couple different listeners that we haven't met before. Yeah. And I think we should do a cruise where, like, everyone gets to meet up and kind of get to meet our little Disney family. I know Joe mentioned it uh, a couple days ago on the group, but I think that'd actually be a really good idea. Yeah. After we move to Florida. Yeah, after we move to Orlando, yes. I I mean, we want to do a cruise regardless. I think it's going to be more between the timeline of, like, 2021, Yeah. maybe. Yeah, probably but 2021, because, I mean, that would give us a, enough time to... You know, save up for a yeah. cruise and everything, because we're going to be saving up to move to Orlando after our wedding, so... Yeah. Um, so this isn't really Disney-related, but I had to mention it because it's so close to Disney, and I'm very excited about it. I'm sorry. Um, the stars of Harry Potter were on here. I don't want to hear it, you know? 
What is a Disney podcast? I'm just kidding. The stars of Harry Potter were on hand to open the new ride at Universal. I was so jealous about it. So tell them to wait. Yeah. It's called Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure, which I have not yet been to Harry Potter World. I'm very distraught about this, and I want to go so bad, (laughs) but it's probably going to have to wait until we move there. The opening day... It blew any Disney weight out of the park. I don't know. How was the? I'm gonna look Google. It was something. 520 for Pandora? Toy, Toy Story Land. Really? I think it was a 520. I'm gonna Google wait. it. Um, but this was a 600 minute wait, which is nearly 10 hours of just waiting in line. I'm like, you know what? If that were me, I'd go on the other rides because nobody else would be there. Um, but again, like I know that's not Disney related, but I do love Harry Potter, and it's so funny because Derek, Abby, John, and I have a group chat. And we'll sit there and talk about Harry Potter references. And John's just sitting there like not even responding because he has no idea what we're talking about. Not a clue. <laughs> and for those of you who do like Harry Potter, download the new app. That's all I'm going to say. It's awesome. And it resembles Pokemon Go. And I okay. love it. I'm looking. Hold on. Toy Story Mania had a 300 minute wait. Yep. That was uh, posted on April 4th, 2016. Space Mountain had a 250 minute wait. Mission Space had 210. I'm just looking. Frozen Ever After had a 300-minute wait on July 4th. America. And Peter Pan's Flight had a 300-minute wait. Why? I mean, I know Soren had a 300-minute wait. So just don't go on July 4th. I feel like Disney maxes it out at 300 minutes. It has to be something because, I mean, they just, like, blew Disney out of the water with that. That 600-minute wait was ridiculous. Um, But moving on. Um, there was a program release for the Disney Loves Jazz at Disneyland Paris. Um, it is this event that has been going on for years. Can we go back to that 600-minute wait for one second? <laughs> sure. My question is, what are you... <laughs> you're going to have to go to the bathroom during that time. That's 10 hours. That's I, You're going to have to boogie pass, I guess, or put a catheter in. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're... Like the day before, you're just not eating anything or drinking anything. People you're, are, are you okay? Your body's going to have to naturally go to the bathroom anyway. You're <laughs> like, like, oh my God, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> um, so there is a, a new brunch now being served at the Lamplight Lounge um, in DCA. What else? Disney Cats, Dony and Burke collection is making its way into town. It looks like it's just the cats of Disney. It's not just the like the aristocrat cats. I say that wrong every time. But it looks like it has like um, uh, from like several Disney movies. I'm sorry. Losing my train of thought. Losing her thoughts. You can now get married in front of the Tree of Life. Probably for like $25,000. Um, nobody there but you and your significant other. Right. <laughs> Oversized mini bow is heading to um, the Disney park. So it's not like ears. It's just like a big bow. But it's a headband as well. Um, There were new Disney snack topiaries in downtown Disney in um, California. I apologize. Because downtown Disney used to be at Disney World. Disney Springs used to be called downtown Disney. So it always confuses me that DCA is now downtown Disney and we have Disney Springs. Alaska Airlines gets an animated themed aircraft. Featuring artwork from Disney and Pixar's Toy Story 4. Ooh. It's kind of cool. I think they released that like last time the Toy Story was yeah, released. Like so. Toy Story yeah. 3. Um, ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. Staying alive. Ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. That was 
so flat. <laughs> but you hit notes that I don't think I've ever hit my entire life. <laughs> um, Mickey's Disco Night coming to San, D- San Diego Comic Con. That looks kind of cool. Ha, That's ha, why John's ha, doing that. Ha. Um, Disneyland Paris Run Weekend is returning this September. Um, dates have been announced for the 16th annual festival uh, Disney competition. Trash. Wow. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Foreshadowing. (laughs) There's a June Disney Wisdom collection starring Lumiere. It's like a plush toy. It looks really cool. Um, What else? Oh, um, Chip and Co. actually posted on... This was yesterday. No. No, this was last week because, you know, (laughs) we have so much news. I'm sorry. Um... It's electric. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, that's the hustle. Um, <laughs> there was a sneak peek of the Run Disney Princess Half Marathon merchandise, including the Donnie and Burks that everybody seems to love oh so much. <laughs> Tiffany and Company opens. Um, it, op- it opened last weekend, Saturday, on the Disney Dream cruise ship, in case you have that kind of money. <laughs> um, Imagination Pink and Magic Mirror merchandise has arrived at disney world and disneyland it looks fantabulous um there is a new toy story sensi collection coming soon in case you don't know sensi's the like candles and wall plug-in things that you can get the walkway between future world and world showcase in epcot is now closed for their widening project Fun. um there's a new disney dog spirit jersey and more coming to the disney store it looks kind of cool it has doug ah. squirrel squirrel um, the pineapple donut is back at Disneyland. It looks fabulous. I love pineapple. Pineapple's slowly becoming like my favorite thing ever. Um, Toy Story 4. Now, this was on Sunday of last week. So, this was before it was even released in theaters. It had gotten a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. Because right now, I'm seeing a lot of people dissing it. I think it's because we're, we're in a, we live in a society nowadays. That everybody where, has somebody yeah, to complain about. If you want... If everyone likes something, you are the cool one because you don't like it. And, and, okay, give me a box. Give me a box. It's time for me to stand on it. Okay, stand on your soapbox. I'm going to get on my soapbox. Okay, you do that. Okay. If you are part of any of the Disney groups Mm -hmm. and somebody says they're going to see Toy Story 4. Yeah. And you go and post negativity, negativity, you are the worst kind of person. (laughs) All right, positive Polly. I'm sorry. No, it, I know. It really annoys me that, you know, these people are so excited to go see Toy Story 4, and there's people on there like, it wasn't that great. Yeah. I, I we, didn't cry. We did We did see somebody post on one of the pages that we follow, and they were like, oh, we're going to see Toy Story 4. So excited. And somebody posted, you don't need tissues. It's not that great. I'm like, okay. That's your opinion. Yeah. like You're entitled to your own opinion. But don't ruin it for somebody else. Right. Because... A lot of people, like me and you, mm-hmm. have grown up with the Toy Story franchise. Right, right. And now it's on Toy Story 4. John cried. Yeah. And and if you listen to the ugh. review, if you listen to the review, we'll talk more about, I think, I think why people are not liking them, because I think I have a theory why they're not liking them. But again, we will do that within the review, because I don't want to give any spoilers away at all. I know. I'm just getting right. on my pedestal. Um, on your soapbox. I thought you said postal. <laughs> Um, Toy Story Dunkin' Donuts. Now, this is only in Korea, and I'm kind of upset about it because it looks amazing. They have this, um, what would you call that? That, like, Space Ranger thing. It's like that 
container. It looks like Dunkin' Donut holes. Like it's it like is. A box form. Uh, it is, but it, it looks like Buzz Lightyear in like Without a backpack form. <laughs> yeah, it's really cute. Um, currently, it's only in Korea, which we're hoping that it'll come to the U.S. Um, the Aristocats mini backpack from Loungefly um, has made its debut as well. I don't know. Do you think they're like rebooting it? Because I've seen a lot of Aristocats things pop up in the last two weeks. Maybe. I think they're doing something with them with Disney Plus. Okay, so maybe, maybe, yeah. Why. Um, new Lion King 25th anniversary pins are now available. John wants one. I kind of want the one with Scar John on it. John wants one. I, I almost, I told you, I, I almost got you um, a present the other day, like a little surprise whenever I went to Hallmark, because as I walked in, guess what they were doing? <laughs> Leaving out all of their, you know, um, um, what's it called? Oh my god, I can't stand you. Can we think about our wedding before we think about this Christmas stuff? Okay, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> I love that song. You know I do, but we gotta get through this wedding first, please. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, I'm very as excited. as I was saying, I walked into Hallmark and they were leaving out all their new keepsake ornaments. Christmas. And one of my good friends um, lost her grandmother, unfortunately. Um, so I was getting like a keepsake ornament for her, and I just happened to notice that they were like they had boxes stacked on boxes and boxes and boxes. It and blows my mind that they bring those out in July now. Well, yeah, I mean, there's such a demand for them. And I was talking to the one lady and I grabbed Kermit because I know you said you wanted him sitting on his little, um, it was like that, those things that directors use, yeah, those like chairs, director chair, yeah. yeah. And, um, I grabbed it and she goes, Oh, sweetie, unfortunately we can't sell those ones yet. I'm like, which ones? Like just Kermit? Like, can I buy the Lion King one? She's like, no, we're, we're releasing the red keepsake. Cause like the normal ones that they keep out all year are silver. But the red ones are the ones that go on sale July 13th. So anybody who wants those ornaments. Guess where John's going to be on July 13th? <laughs> We're getting Kermit. On July 13th, they're releasing all of this year's new Disney ornaments. I'm so excited. I was like, I'm going to be clearing your shelves because I have a Disney tree. <laughs> Every It's like once a week, you're going to be like, hi, Kathy. Which <laughs> one are you here to buy this week? <laughs> um, okay. Sorry. That was John's little pedestal. Sorry. Um, Terralina Crafted Italian announced their uh, kids' cooking class in Disney Springs, so that's kind of cool. Um, do 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 Three Bridges Bar and Grill at Villa del Lago is now open at Coronado Springs Resort. Their food looks really good. It's the final countdown. Um, mobile order expands to the Contempo Cafe in Disney World's uh, Contemporary Resort. So I think that's going to be a thing that's going to happen everywhere I'm soon. I hope they have room service at the hotel we're staying because <laughs> I'm going to be really lazy at the end of the day. Apparently, I saw somebody posted it that you can get a pizza and the pepperonis are in like the shape of a Mickey head. And I'm super excited. <laughs> what? What? Nothing, dear. We're going to do that sun Saturday night when we get there. Okay. okay. I, thought we, I thought we were going to Trader Sam's, but I guess we're That's for pizza. drinks. That's drinks. That's just for drinks. Um, do 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 really so we're never gonna get through the news because I still have more on my Facebook. Um, Morimoto Asia has new flavors of Fl Florida Gator Tail Waffle Cone. It just has gator, like seasoned gator in a waffle cone. It looks really good, and I love gator. Taste that too. 
Ty's locked. There's, more, more chewy. there's a new bubblegum flavored imagination pink cake pop in uh, Disneyland. I don't know how I feel about that. Man. I'm not like a big bubblegum person. I'm not either. Um, <laughs> my mom, she gave me a dollar. Do you remember that song? It was like bazooka, zooka, bubblegum, bazooka, zooka, bubblegum. No? I just remember the chorus. I don't remember the okay. first part. <laughs> um, there is new goofy cookies and milk macaron, or like me, I say it macaroon, at Jolly Holiday in Disneyland. Um, Don does not like macarons, by the way. I don't mind them. I just, there's certain flavors I don't like. Yeah. Um, Disneyland's Main Street Cinema in Disneyland has been transformed into a shop and people are going insane for this. Like they hate it because there's only like two stands to buy things from. Um, so it used to be a Main Street Cinema and now it's in like like a gift shop. Is that kind of like what the Waltz Adventure is? The one that's in like Hollywood Studios or am I off? I'm not sure because it's in Disneyland. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, there's a new Steamboat Willie Cupcake at Jolly Holiday, Holiday Bakery in Disneyland as well. Um, Forky has his own petite cake at Amaretts in Disney Springs. Oh, thanks, Forky. I, I, I really thought I was going to hate him, but I loved him. God, he was so we're funny. Gonna, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> Pineapple, ups, Pineapple Upside Down cake Cupcake returns to Sprinkles for a limited time. It looks amazing. It's Foreshadowing. It's filled with pineapples. If you don't let me talk, we're never getting through this this news. Really. <laughs> There's a new Mickey bubble baton spotted at Walt Disney World and Disneyland because, you know, as we have all talked before, we love getting hit in the ankles with those things at Disney World. You're gross. Can you please talk a little bit? Um, the ooey gooey s'mores churro is back at Disneyland. I want to try it. I would like to try it. Okay, I'm so going to try it. <laughs> no. Gracious, I have so much. Um, there was a new um, Skyliner rescue boat spotted at Disney World. So in case you get stuck, you know. Yeah. Wow. You're rude. You literally told me that to not talk. So I don't talk. Leave a legacy monoliths uh, cleared on left side of the big uh, golf ball at Epcot. So there's so much more room for activities now. I saw that meme. <laughs> um, Avengers Endgame is set to re-release in theaters with never-before-seen bes- footage. So basically what they're trying to do is get past Avatar. Ab- absolutely, yes. Um, Ursula is coming to Disneyland Paris this Halloween season for their, um, their like, Mickey's Not So Scary, whatever. Which is kind of cool because I, I would kind of like to see somebody else other than Mickey sponsoring the Mickey's Not So Scary. I know that sounds like bad but you know yeah um the odyssey pavilion and bathrooms are now unavailable as the new experience center work begins in epcot those bathrooms are the ones that we went to before we went to magic kingdom and you said you were sick before you proposed to me yeah that's where john Mm -hmm. um starting tomorrow which was friday epcot's refreshment outpost will get a delicious updated menu um it's there it's supposedly is going to have new african specialties um, do Toy Story 4 was projected to make 140 million or more during the opening weekend, but the last I saw was 118. 118 million, million yes. Which is, I think that's only Friday and Saturday, so there may be more people today that are going to go see it. So yeah, that was like two hours ago that that was posted, so it it could be passing today. Um, Disney World is going to be opening for early for extra extra magic hours oh god how many 6 a.m <laughs> um toy story 4 um is going to have their own line of build-a-bears 
and I actually just saw something too that Lion King will have their own line of um, Build-A-Bear as well. Star Wars Celebration 2020 tickets have gone on sale. Um, Disneyland Resort 2020 Grad Night Privacy private party dates released so basically if you're graduating in 2020 you can enjoy a private party celebration at disneyland on select dates so that's kind of Ooh, cool so if you live in anaheim go for it right um <laughs> a lot of people are upset about this one too but i'm excited oh. um walt disney world vacation package premium magic bank bands are back in stock so the ones that people are saying that they were, were selecting and they were out of stock they're back now so people that we still gotta pick ours i know we do um, Oasis Canteen is now called Epic Eats in Hollywood Studios. Walt Disney World got one of the most beloved popcorn buckets that we have been waiting so anxiously for. The Steamboat Willie one has come to the Magic Kingdom. So basically, if you think anything's just going to be in Disneyland, just give it a couple months and it'll be in Disney World. Yeah, John wants that popcorn bucket so bad. I do. <laughs> but I got, I got one of the things I really wanted that's Disney related and I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, Soarin' Over California is actually going to stay through the summer and guests are super excited about it. The Mara at Animal Kingdom Lodge is now live on mobile order. Um, <laughs> I'm just not even going to talk about that one right now because I got to talk about that's the biggest news that we have right now. Bubbo, 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 Wamba Family Farms light up souvenir sipper cups are now available at the milk stand in Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay, now I have to move to my Facebook because I have all this stuff that I saved. Oh, I know, it's a lot. Believe me, it's a lot. <laughs> John's just going to put his head down. <laughs> I've got a hockey game tonight. i got to get a nap in. No, you already got your nap in today. So, John, let's talk about this. The bacon dessert at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Wow, really? Okay. I guess we're just going to not talk today. <laughs> um, let's see here. It's expensive. It's not that expensive, though. I don't think it is. It's called the Temple of Bacon. It features a thick-cut applewood smoked bacon, has been dipped in milk, and chipotle ganache chocolate from the ganachery. It looks amazing. I'm, I'm just, it, it looks amazing. Um, let's see here. I'm sorry. I am so unprepared for this. What? Can you speak? <laughs> speak, boo-boo, speak. <laughs> New Orleans and um, Princess Tiana starring in new enhancements coming to the Disney Wonder Reach this fall. <laughs> Shut up. Um, there are some limited time Toy Story treats available at Disneyland right now. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. The Bonnie's Root Beer Float. Root Boot Float. I'm root sorry. Teeth. Is Woody's boot filled with bark, root beer, and capped with blue cotton candy ice cream, chocolate sauce, and birthday cake cotton candy. That sounds kind of gross. We need to talk about this. What? I am not okay with Disney putting Bonnie on the name of the toys. Okay. It is Andy. <laughs> okay, can we not spoil things? Again, this you is for- You literally just said it. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, Carnival Cake. It's a house-made fun- fried funnel topped with all the fixins of fruity cereal and milk, whipped cream, and raspberry sauce. That sounds amazing. Loop-de-loop horseshoe sundae loaded with churned vanilla ice cream, strawberry, and raspberry sauce, and fruity sur- sur- cereal churro. <laughs> Why are you looking at me, you weirdo? Um, I don't know. We're just doing a podcast. I guess I'm not supposed <laughs> to look at you. There's a new Tinkerbell-inspired coconut cheesecake at Disneyland. I'm not like, eh, eh, I don't know. That doesn't look that great to me. Sorry. Um, 
Toy Story 4 at Disney Springs. They have quite a few, um, like, goodies, I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 Um, Forky can be found at the Ganachery with some toys from outer space. Um, it's like a marshmallow treat dipped in chocolate and has, like, a little... Um, Forky on it that says Toy Story 4. Um, we did talk about Amaretts, where he has his new cake. And I think that's all right now in Disney Springs that they're offering. There's a new chocolate peanut butter hand pie available. This looks amazing. Why are you looking at me like that? I want to do the review. I'm ready to okay. do the review. I'm sorry. We have more news. Um, it's a new chocolate peanut butter hand pie in Disneyland. It's $4.99. It looks like a Pop-Tart. It looks delicious. Um, there's a new Imagination Pink Treats available at Walt Disney World. Um, this one I kind of want to talk about in detail a little bit. Um, the annual pass holder Bring a Friend and Other Offers are available again. Did you hear about this? Oh, you're going to. I think I John's tired said, yeah. or something. Because I'm a little sleepy. I want to do the review. Like I'm excited for the review. I'm sorry. Okay, but I get excited for the news. Okay, well, I'm excited for the review right now. Okay, so select pass holders can ah! select pass holders can share the magic with a friend with a purchase of a one-day park hopper ticket for eighty-nine dollars plus tax. Tax. This offer is available for purchase June 18th through August the 9th for gold, platinum, platinum plus, and premium pass holders. Tickets are available for purchase at the theme park ticket windows and must be used on the same day of purchase. And pass holders may purchase up to six tickets throughout the promotion. Question. Yes. Do you have the biggest news of yes. all at the end? <laughs> yes, I okay. do. Not at the end. It's actually coming up right after this. <laughs> after this new um, uh, villainous. And it, supposedly there's this new um, sh show. It's called Villainous World of Color. It's coming to the Oogie Boogie Bash in um, Disney California Adventure. I know. It looks so awesome. All right. So the biggest news that we have, there are several things. I got my pitchfork. I'm ready. <laughs> Which, you know what? Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a platform on this one as soon as I read it. Disney World um, annual pass price increased effective immediately. Dun, dun, dun! So, it is as follows. Florida resident price followed by the out-of-state st state price, out of state. if applicable. The Platinum p Pass for Florida residents is previously $9.99. Um... Out of state is twelve hundred. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. The pre. I'm sorry. It's nine ninety nine now, and the previous price was eight forty nine. Out of state, it's twelve hundred, and it was previously nine hundred ninety four. Platinum um, is now eight ninety nine. Previous price was seven forty nine. Out of state was eleven hundred. Previous price was eight ninety four. Um, gold six ninety nine. Previously six oh nine. Silver five nineteen was previously four seventy nine. Um, the theme park select was 439. Weekday select was 349. Epcot after four is 309. Water parks 139. Water parks after two 89 dollars. I can't wait to go to the water parks. So I just want to throw that out there before we get into. So that's not the only one. Um, their parking rates have increased as well. Um, let me go into a little bit of this. Let's see here. For reservations made before June 18th, which is us, thank goodness, for arrivals in 2019 or 2020, the value resorts are $13 per night, moderate resorts $19 per night, Disney Deluxe and Villa $24 per night, and then reservations made after June 18th, um, it goes up to $15 for value, $20 for moderate, Deluxe is $25. So um, we're good. Yeah, we're good. I mean, you're going to see like an... In, 
what they do is they like um, put it on your um, like the price tag or whatever I guess um, but you're gonna see a little bit of an influx if you booked after the June 18th along with that the annual pass pricing was increasing for um, DVC members as well and they actually just released another one that they um, raised prices on the reusable merchandise bags oh as well boy. But what I'm thinking is you have to influx with times. So if prices go up and you get paid more for working and whatnot, you're going to have to increase your prices regardless. It's not that much of a big deal, I don't think, to be perfectly honest. Can I be honest? Yeah. I see where people are upset uh, because they did raise the prices. Um, I see that they're upset because a lot of families that were buying four or five passes... I guess. I, but if you really add it, that's an extra $1,000 for those families. I understand that, but <laughs> are they still going to buy them? Probably, because if you go yeah. like five or six times, it's you're, it's going to be worth it regardless. I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. I just, I, we all know that Disney makes money hand over fist, mm-hmm. so I don't really understand why they needed to do this. But I mean, I understand that they're putting a lot into the parks, but yeah. And like I said, if prices increase on everything else, they're going to have to raise their prices anyway. Yeah. So um, there are new chocolate treats at the Ganachery in Disney Springs. I think we already talked about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new Domingo Sunday served with a little pop at the Ganachery as well. It has like the Ghirardelli chocolate in it. Okay, this is another big one. The Epcot Space Theme Restaurant. Um, it's supposed to open later this year under Executive Chef Theo. I'm not even going to say how... I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, it will open in 2019. It says that no dining experience on Earth can match what's in store because this new restaurant will take you into outer space for incredible dining experience that are out of this world. Um... I think we already talked about a lot of this, um, but they said that it's supposed to open later this year. So it's not going to be open in 2020. It's going to open later this year. So we might be able to actually go to it when we're there. Okay. Um, Corella's Halloween Hideaway now available for booking. We talked about that a little bit, I think, too. Um, Disney launches their official partnership with Lyft. So they're the Lyft is the official partner for the minivans. Yes! <laughs> um see here there's an all-new movie from pixar it's called soul it's coming to theaters in 2020 um disney world is also raising the prices on the disney dining plan in 2020 um dapper dan's funko pop figures and more is coming to d23 which those dapper dan's i kind of want yep i would (laughs) like some um there's a new disney balloons collection from d23 at the expo i think it starts on like august 23rd or something um, early bird gets the worm at Walt Disney World result resorts this fall. I think we talked about that a little bit. Those extra, extra or whatever. Is that the one for Galaxy's Edge where they're opening at like 6 a.m. or whatever? Yeah. Um, Chip and Co. released a first look at Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind. There's a new salted caramel apple crisp cupcake at Animal Kingdom. Um, so that Topolino's Terrace that we had talked about um, previously, it's the flavors of the Riviera. There's now going to be a character breakfast there. Um, it will open on December 16th, and there's going to be a character practice breakfast, like I said. You will be able to meet Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, plus the characters will be um, donning outfits unique to Topolino's Terrace. Um, let's see here. Just a few more. I'm sorry. Disney's Wilderness Lodge 
has a new candy cupcake that looks phenomenal. John, you had talked about this on our page, the new chocolate extreme cake yes. shake at um, the Plaza just, Restaurant in Magic Kingdom. It's weird to me that they have like a glazed donut in the middle of all of it. But they whatever. have like, it's like the shake and then they have something and then a glazed donut and then more ice cream <laughs> on top of it. I don't know how people eat those. I really don't. They look good, but I, I, like, I think we'd have to share that. Um, no, you don't have to, I promise. Because whenever I went to um, Black Tap or whatever, the one that's in downtown Disney now, I told you I went to the original one in New York when I was there. And um, I, I had that thing by myself. And it was huge. It had like a piece of cake on it. It was delicious. Um, I'm not really sure. AJ did like this um, review of the Beverly. And it says, is it possible we like the Beverly now? Apparently, it... Um, got a remix done to it. Yeah, that's what I was hearing from her as well. So I don't know exactly like what it is. So um, let's see here. It says Beverly used to be found only in Epcot's Future World, um, <laughs> but when the Coca-Cola store opened in Disney Springs a few years ago, they brought the Beverly with them. Um, doo -doo -doo. I don't know who's buying Beverly to be honest. I don't know either. Um. It says that they noticed something different. Beverly's Revenge is now... Oh, it's like... Okay, so if you go to the Coca-Cola store in Disney Springs, there's like an alcoholic beverage that they make the Beverly with. And supposedly that's the good part of it. The Beverly... Still, just don't eat the Beverly. Or drink the Beverly. Wow, eat the Beverly, huh? You're rude. <laughs> um, go ahead. Anyway, do we want to... I think that's all I have actually Trash? for the news. All right, so... <laughs> If you do not want to hear the review of Toy Story 4, there will be spoilers. We will be going yeah. through exactly what happened on there. Do not listen to the next part of this. So, we're, no, no, stop. We're, stop. Please stop. We're going to place music right here. So, after this music, we will be saying our review of Toy Story. Oh, finally. Hey, who's got my hat? Look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Ah, ha, ah, ha. Give me that. Toy Story 4. I know we've talked about it a little bit uh, on this episode already, but, you know. We're going to do our official review now. And like I said before, there are going to be spoilers, so. If you want to turn it off, now's the time. No turning back at this point. Yeah, no. Definitely no turning back. All right, so. If fuck turn back time. What do you want to do? Do you just want to go through how the movie was and then we can kind of do our little um, Easter eggs that were in the movie and then go from there? I think we should talk about the Easter eggs first, just the couple that we noticed. And I think we should do it after. Them. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know anything. All right, so go ahead. I know nothing. You start. Um, going into this, I had decent expectations for this movie. Um, I kind of thought that Forky was going to be... Like an annoying character. Yeah, an annoying character. Um, but he actually ended up being one of the characters that made it very funny for adults. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of his jokes are more adult-like. Um, so do you want... Okay. How we typically do this is we say, like, the plot of the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, go through the plot Okay, of well, I'm going... I'm just giving an outline right now, and then we'll go okay. into the plot. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this, uh, this movie, at the end of it, uh, as Derek... Uh, so... So uh, greatly put it, it, it's a bit of a tearjerker at the end. So yeah, go ahead, explain what you thought. What about the movie or, yes. or going to do the plot? A, do an outline first. Um, yeah, like John had said, like 
I keep wanting to call him Sporky because he's a spork, not a fork. <laughs> uh, but Forky, I really thought like the spoilers and the actual uh, trailers, he was really annoying. And I, I hated him, to be perfectly honest. But seeing the movie, he is actually probably my new favorite character. Trash? Trash. Um, but I think he was a great asset to it, I guess. Um, I don't know. I, I did. I had high expectations. And to be perfectly honest, they exceeded my expectations. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll go into it now. Um, the first scene kind of shows nine years earlier. Yeah. So whenever the last Toy Story, Story 3 ended. Yeah. But we haven't seen Bo Peep since the first one. No? No. Okay. We haven't seen her since the first one. Um, they kind of explain uh, what happens to Bo Peep in the first scene um, with Andy and everybody. And then they save the RC car in the same scene because it's like pouring down rain and Andy forgot about him outside. Mm-hmm. And then um, they end up selling the lamp with Bo Peep on it. Mm-hmm. And Woody goes down to the ground um, where Bo Peep is behind this car where it's like pouring rain and, and Bo Peep's like, well, you could come with me. Yeah, right. He, toys get misplaced all the time. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, you know, staying with Andy. So Yeah, he, he basically said, like, he didn't say anything. He kind of just like walks away like he can't. Um, but he stays with Andy. And then it cuts to Andy kind of growing up with yeah, Bonnie. And that, yeah, and it kind of just quickly does the like, Toy Story 2 and 3. Right, right. Um, so then it's showing like... Um, um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Woody growing up with um, Bonnie and Andy. And then it shows like um, Andy going away to college and everything. Yeah, and they're like playing in her yard. Like the yeah. last scene you see, I think it's in Toy Story 3. Three yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's the last scene. And then they go on to Toy Story 4 mm-hmm. where they're kind of um this is why i wanted to do this last night um it's okay so bonnie um her mom comes she's in her room and she's playing with the toys and you basically see woody like in the closet like she doesn't like care about him i guess yeah she's always taking off his like sheriff badge and giving it to jesse (laughs) jesse right and then you see her mom come in and her mom's like well um we're going to be taking you to preschool orientation. Kindergarten orientation, because he's already in preschool. Okay, whatever. That's irrelevant. (laughs) Um, But we're going to be taking you to orientation. And she's like, but I don't want to go, you know? She's like, can I take a toy? toy?" And they're like, oh, no, I don't think toys are allowed, basically. And then you see her leave. Like, she's very upset. And you see, like, Woody at this point is still in the closet watching her. And he's pretty upset about it. Because after the scene, you see Bonnie just, like, crying in the corner of her room under the bed. Well, what I was going to say was Bonnie leaves the room. And then you, like, the toys are talking to one another and whatnot. And then um, Bonnie flings open the door. And then all the toys have to play dead, Dead, basically. And Bonnie runs, like, under the bed. And Woody is watching her cry her eyes out. Like, she doesn't want to go. So then um, he kind of sneaks into her book bag mm-hmm. so that he can go to um, preschool, the, kindergarten, whatever yeah. with her. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, and then you see him kind of go into the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I think we just need to talk about the Easter eggs as we remember them. Right. Um, so she go into the school. She goes into the room. You know, she meets the teacher. And then you look to the left, I want to say, and there's a girl in a purple shirt with pigtails. With pigtails. 
not 100% sure, but it really looks like Boo. I'm pretty sure it's Boo. I'm like 100% sure it's Boo because a lot of people were like, oh no, her face isn't pudgy. I'm like, well, but she's, she's growing grown up. up. Yeah, like she's, her, in she's not a baby anymore. Like her face isn't going to be pudgy. Yeah. So um, that happens, and that's one of the Easter eggs we but first saw. Abby did make a, a good point. Whenever we talked about this last night with them, she said that she's not 100% sure that it's her either because I think her actual name is Mary. And whenever you see the kids' names above their yeah, book there bags, wasn't any Mary there were no Marys. So, but it, then it might not have been there. Like it might have been another scene or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, but um, that's what we're thinking it is. But we're not 100 percent, like we said. Right. Um, and then you see Bonnie's just not having a good time. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of sitting there all alone. Like nobody's like trying to be friends with her. Yeah. There's like anything. a kid walks up and he just like steals something from her. Yeah. And, like, just. And she's trying to talk to him. Yeah. She's like, hi, I'm Bonnie. And, like, he just walks away. Yeah, and, like, he steals, like, her, like, thing to make, like, a pencil something. something. Yeah, yeah, like a craft. And um, <clears throat> Woody goes, actually, into the trash where the kid threw it away mm-hmm. and gets it out for her. Yeah, he, like, gets her, like, crayons and, um, like, a spork, a knife. Oh. Um, there's a couple other things, like... There's pipe wi- cleaners. Pipe cleaners and um, um, there's a, like a... Play-Doh and stuff. There's popsicle. Play-Doh. Yeah, there's like a popsicle stick uh-huh. that has a rainbow on it. Yeah. And googly eyes. Don't forget the googly eyes. Yeah, the eyes. googly eyes too. So then she kind of just sits there by herself, which is really sad. Um, and she creates this th- thing, spork. a spork, whatever, like a toy, I guess, and a craft. And she names him Sporky. Sporky. Uh, Sporky, I'm sorry. One of these says Forky. It's Forky. And her teacher comes over. She's like, Oh, what did you make? She's like, It's Forky. He's my new friend or something. And then at the end of that, you kind of see her running out of the classroom and showing her parents, like, Look, it's Forky. Can I take him home with me? And they're like, Of course, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go ahead. This is our first scene where we get to see Forky be funny. Like alive. Because <laughs> Forky's not alive until he's in like the backpack with Woody. And he's no. Like, yeah, the backpack with Woody? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's in the backpack with Woody, and then he finally, like, comes to life. I don't know, like, I guess because Woody's talking to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you see them go back to the house, and as soon as Forky does not want to come out. Nope. And, like, Woody, was, like, makes it very obvious, like, hey, Bonnie made a new friend today. Yeah, like, and I think Rex g- is like, oh, she's already making friends. He's like, well, no, no he, she, she, she actually made, made a, a friend. friend. <laughs> and then you just see, like... The car- like the toys are they like confused like yeah. okay <laughs> so uh, but he talks about that a little bit and uh, then Forky does come out and the first thing Forky does is go trash <laughs> trash yeah and they're like no you're a toy Forky he's like trash he's like tr- it, it almost it's, it's kind of morbid to say but he almost looks like he's trying to commit suicide because like he keeps going to like the trash bin trash and like throwing himself in there and he like laughs at what he's like haha trash trash and like falls in <laughs> and then like they kind of just go through the night with uh woody's trying to make sure that forky stays out of trouble yeah because this is like bonnie's new best friend like yeah. this is her number one toy at this point point. and the funniest part is is bonnie thinks she's holding forky <laughs> and forky just keeps diving into the trash yeah, Woody yeah. throws him back up and then at one point woody like jumps up with forky and then bonnie ends up holding woody and forky and, and falling asleep yeah and you see like woody kind of just go to bed with a smile because it's the first time bonnie's played with him in a long time yeah so. yeah and then we go into the next scene where bonnie like freaks out because she can't find forky <laughs> and of course bonnie uh forky is in the trash yet again <laughs> it's like an uh the oh, I, I forget i just lost my train of thought 
You are not doing well in the movie reviews lately. Yeah, I'm doing good with this one. Okay. I remember everything in this one. Okay. And then they, uh, then the dad comes in and he like steps on Woody. And <laughs> His face gets yeah. smashed. And he's like, oh, we're going to go on a road trip. We're going to go on a vacation before school starts. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie's like, yeah. And then like she takes all her toys with her. Yeah, she's like, can I take Forky? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Forky goes. And then like there's like... Um, I guess like a montage of scenes of them driving. Yes. And everywhere they go, Forky's looking for a trash can. Yes. And Woody's like holding him back. Mm-hmm. Like he's like his protector, basically. Yeah. And like in one scene, there's a trash can, and then Woody throws the trash can out of the RV that they're driving yeah, yeah. in. <laughs> and then they go to a rest area, and Forky runs out to the trash can, yeah. and, and Woody's chasing him. Like it's just constant. Like it's like a child almost for what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the next scene is where they're leaving. I think they're leaving this little rest area. Yeah. And they're heading to like their final destination. Yeah. And they're looking for Forky because they can't find him. And they're driving away and they see Forky like... No, Buzz talks to Woody. He's like, hey, do you want me to keep watch of Forky? Oh, yeah. And, and Woody's like, oh, well... Or Buzz is like, oh, well, how do you know that that's what you have to do? And he's like, it's it's like my inner, my, voice. My inner voice telling me to do it. He's like... Huh. And he starts pressing his buttons. Yeah. He's like... Well, what, what's, what, what, what's your inner voice? <laughs> He's like, you know, it's my conscience that tells me these things. Yeah, that was, that was like one and, of my favorite scenes. And then Forky ends up getting on like an open window and he just flies out of the RV. Yeah, yeah. He's just, trash! <laughs> and then um, Woody looks at the GPS that the dad is using and he's like, oh, five miles. He's like, I can do that. And he like, is like hanging out of the window and then his dad like, or the, the dad brakes. like hit the brakes and Woody flies oh, out yeah. and tries to find Forky and finds him upside down like his fork part of him is stuck in, in the, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and all you hear him is go Woody. <laughs> so then you see um Woody like pick him up and like he's like taking him down the road and he's like telling carry him Carry me. <laughs> yeah. He's like carry me, carry me. Um but Woody's like telling him his past like with Andy and how he got to Bonnie and all this other stuff. And uh, at one point, I think Woody's just like dragging him. <laughs> and then in that scene, Forky finally realizes that he's, he's a, a toy. toy right. But he claims it to be that Bonnie, that's his trash. Like that's her bon- trash. Is yeah. Forky. Yeah, because f- the way Forky describes it is the trash is like comfortable and warm. And that's why he likes the trash. And then Woody's like, well, you're Bonnie's trash. trash. Like that's what she is. Like you're comfortable to her. And he's like... Oh, gotta get the Bonnie! Gotta get the Bonnie! Bonnie. And he like takes off running. <laughs> yeah, and then Woody's carrying him yeah. finally. <laughs> and then they end up going to a antique store. Yeah, they're like walking to the RV because they're at this RV park. Yeah, and they pass this antique store, and um, in the window, Woody just stops and looks up, and he sees Bo Peep's lamp without Bo Peep, without Bo Peep, in the window, and he's like Bo. And then <laughs> this next one was my favorite, where. They go, they're like, or uh, Forky's like, no, I gotta find Bonnie, gotta find Bonnie. He turns around, he's like, Woody, Woody? and he's like, oh, we'll make a, we're gonna make a pit stop, and then we'll go to Bonnie. He's like, okay, he's like, and he's telling him about Bo, and the way Forky is like saying Bo, he's like, Bo, Bo, that's my favorite part. Yeah, he's like rapping, he's like doing all these weird stuff because Woody's like walking around the store like Bo, yeah, and then Forky's like. <laughs> it just makes everything really dramatic. Yeah. So um, then we end up seeing a like 1940s or 1950s doll, yes. I would say. Very like a porcelain doll. Gabby. Gabby. Uh, who's supposed to be after 
Chatty Cathy dolls. Chatty Cathy dolls, yes. Yeah. But she's called Gabby Gabby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Gabby Gabby, her toy her toy voice never worked. Right. Like her voice box. It it, it broke over the years because she no, is from that. She said in the, in later on in the movie. It never worked? It never worked. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's just the voice box that's in like the pull string or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not her CD that didn't work. It was the actual voice box. Um, but she had like security guards. She called them, I guess. Oh god, they're so creepy. They're the ventriloquist dolls, and they're really and creepy. They can't talk. And they're actually what we had saw. They were based off of Goosebumps, but I don't understand why they would do that because Goosebumps is not Disney related. Yeah, it is now. It is. I think it is now. Okay. Okay. So that's why I guess. Yeah. They're just really creepy. Like that scene was just creepy in general. Yeah. They. Um. They. And you see, like at first, she's like, "Oh yeah, I can help you find Bo Peep," and. Uh, she kind of like explains to Woody what's going on, and mm-hmm. then they kind of he Woody gets out of there because he figures out that they're gonna try to rip out his voice box yes. and put it in her. Right. So he gets out of there, and Forky does not end up escaping because Forky's no. not very mobile. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, that I think Buzz or not Buzz. Wow. Woody then finds ends up finding Bo Peep at this like little playground that he ends up like wandering into. Yeah, because he, like like we had said, he tried to escape the antique store and then, no, I'm sorry, that's not what happened. He, Harmony came in at this point, the g- little girl Harmony. Oh yeah, that's right, you're right. And she came in with her mother and her grandmother owns this antique shop. And so as these ventriloquist dolls are chasing Woody to try to get his voice box, um, Woody, 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 Woody pulls his string so this girl Harmony recognize like sees him so that the ventriloquist dolls like go away. Yeah, leave him alone. So she sees him and she like picks him up and she smiles and she goes, Grandma, Grandma, I found this. Can I take him to the park with me? And her grandma's like, yeah, sure. None of the toys ever sell. Right. So this girl takes him to the park with her and he's like trying to get away from her. So she puts him in this swing and she's pushing him and then her mom calls her over and he escapes the swing and like you had said, he goes to this playground looking thing where all these other toys are and you see like the playground like shaking it almost looks like there's like an earthquake coming yeah and um the toys pop out out of the sand and they're like oh they're coming a lot of them are coming and you see these kids like um get off of this school bus right yeah, sorry. I'm looking at one of the Easter eggs we forgot to talk about. I'm trying to find it's it. Fine. Real quick. That's why I wanted to wait yeah, for until afterwards to do those, though. Okay, you're good. Do you want to keep going? Oh, uh, I just wanted to talk about Second Chance Antiquary. Yeah. It says that it was established in 1986. Um, the store number is the same year, like the same year Pixar was established, was okay. 1986. That's why they think that it says established 1986 on secondhand tan- antiques. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to get that. You're fine. So. He's in like the playground area. With yeah, he's the in the toys. playground area, and he ends up like climbing because he's running away from the kids. He ends yeah. up like climbing over like a little thing and ends up in the bushes. And Bo Peep ends up showing up as a skunk. Yeah, she has this like motorized skunk. So basically, it's like a toy car with like a skunk on top like of a it. Skunk skin or something. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And then uh, you see him like kind of say hi to her sheep, and he's so excited. He gets to see Bo Peep. And then he's like, can you help me find my friend Forky? He's at Secondhand Antiques. And Bo kind of goes into like this whole thing of, I was there. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to go back. Like, And then she, Woody's able to like convince her to go back to Secondhand uh, Antiques. And then we're introduced to another character there. Um, what was her name? Her friend? Her little oh, friend? I can't remember. She was like a, a security guard or a, a police officer. Yeah. Go ahead. 
No, you're good. I'm not sure what I, I really don't remember what she, happens after that. <laughs> she, they like end up like trying to uh, get to the toy store or the antique store with the RC car, mm-hmm. and they end up in the carousel, and right, they, like okay. it gets like knocked off uh, balance. Okay. Sorry, I'm looking up. So I just want to make. I want to find her name real quick. See if I can find it. It's fine. Keep talking. I don't. I don't really remember what happens after this, John. It doesn't. Her name is irrelevant, really. Okay. Um. But yeah, she is in there, and uh, then they end up getting back to the toy shop. I want to say with Bo Peep, and Bo Peep like knows this toy shop. Like oh, like we the back ab- of her hand. Yeah. I forgot about Buzz Lightyear. He's like trying to find Woody because he doesn't know what happened to Woody. Right. And he starts using his inner voice. <laughs> and uh, like which he, is him pressing his buttons. Yeah, him pressing his buttons, and then one time he presses his button, and like he's on a ride, and he flies, and then he ends up hitting another ride, and he ends up being a toy on a game. That's like one of those like dark games you hit like uh, like a target and then you win a prize at yes, a carnival. Yes, yes. <laughs> and by the way, if you get a chance, um, I just wanted to throw this out there. If you get a chance to see this in like a better quality theater, yeah, it's I like say XD. You, yeah, like you need to do it 150 percent. Yeah, uh, we saw it in a better theater and it was awesome. Yes, um, it's um, Giggle McDimples. That's her name. Okay, okay, Sorry. you're good. And then uh, you see. Bo Peep, when they're back in the antique store, uh, kind of go into a pinball machine. Yes. This is after she loses her sheep. Her sheep end up like chasing down the dummies because they try. Oh, yeah. Woody like foils her plan, but he ends up going into the pinball machine, and this is where we get to meet Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, um, what's his name? Boom, ca- something Kaboom. Canada Kaboom or something, something like that. Hold on, I'm looking it up real quick. They don't have his name on there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> something kaboom i forget what his name is he's yeah he's played keanu reeves plays him but he's basically just this um he's like an action figure yeah he's an action figure on like a motorbike and he's all about canada duke kaboom duke kaboom yeah that's his name he's all about canada <laughs> and it's awesome because i love canada yeah <laughs> um so they he's like famous for crashing because his child gave him away because he didn't do exactly what he said he was going to do in the commercial right that duke kaboom was in yeah so, and he, you just see him go, like, he, what's his name? Like, Jacques or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and uh, he's like, I will, oh, Jacques. And he, like, just always, like, flashes back to that moment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they always say he crashes, so he, they try to get to this giant, like, uh, chest in the middle of the antique store. And Woody ends up going with Duke Kaboom to try to get across, and he's able to with Duke Kaboom. And uh, he finds Forky, and then they're surrounded by the uh, ventriloquist dummies. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that uh, he gets, it, they get um, surrounded by the ventriloquist dummies, and then they end up going to uh, like there's a cat that's in the store. It's like one of those old antique stores. Sometimes there's animals roaming around. Yeah. Um, and there's a cat in there that ends up uh, chasing the toys around there for a little bit. Yeah, he's a jerk too. Yeah, he's a real <laughs> jerk. He's a real jerk. And then uh, I'm trying to think what happens after that. Like they all the toys end up outside, and uh, they all end up outside. I really need your help right now. I know. Hard. Well, the cat basically like tears um, toys apart. That's the yeah, whole thing yeah. of it. Like he, she kind of tears Woody apart a little bit too. I think that they I show think so. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they end up in like a little like by a dumpster i think right yeah it's right by a dumpster um and then woody's like well, we still didn't get forky like i still have to get him 
And oh, uh, I'm sorry, I just spilled my water. <laughs> um, Woody is like, oh, I still have to get Forky. Um, Bonnie needs Forky. Yeah. And then like, um, Buzz is, or no, Bo Peep is like, oh, well, look at us, Woody. We're all like, we're falling apart. We're here. falling apart because that cat Nobody's really with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, Buzz is. I forgot. Buzz ends up getting into the toy store too with these like two. Like plush animals, plush that, are, animals. That, are, that are like attached together and it's Key and Peel. Yeah. From uh, if you've ever seen that show, which yeah. was they were hilarious. Oh, they were hysterical. Um, <laughs> they want to like attack the grandma to get a key so they're able to get into that giant toy test or that giant like big thing that we talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. The China cabinet. Yeah. So they uh, kind of everybody decides to go away from Woody, um, and then you see. Woody walk back in to try to go get Forky, and that's when there's like um um like a curtain. It's like a sheet that's yeah. hanging up, like almost like a door. Yeah. From where like the back main room store, yeah. of the store is, and then you go into the main store, and he open. He's like looking around, and then he opens up that curtain, and he sees like the ventriloquist dolls and Gabby, and she's like cornering him, and she's basically so Forky before this, I, we 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 forget little things, I guess. Forky, whenever he was with Gabby told Gabby everything about, about Woody, Woody that he had told Forky on their little adventure or whatever. So at this point, Gabby's like cornering Woody and she's like, oh, you know, Andy. And she's going back to all of this. And Woody eventually just says, you know, you she, can- she makes him feel bad. She's like, yeah. hey, you've got to play with two great kids yep. for so many years. I've never even been played. With. I just want that chance, basically. Yeah. And then he basically... You realize that Gabby really isn't a bad person. She just wants to... At that point, I didn't... I, I, I still thought that she was a bad person, to I be still, honest. I still kind of did, too. But at the same time, you also feel bad for her. Because you feel like... Maybe, I didn't yet. Okay. There was one point in the movie that I really did feel bad for her. And you probably know what that scene was. Yeah, so... Um, but then Woody basically is like, Oh, well, you can have my voice box. Because at that point, nobody's really pulling Woody's string. Or yeah, and so. he knows how much... Forky means to Bonnie so he's just trying he's making a deal with her saying like you can have my voice box I just want Forky back so they end the ventriloquist dummies end up like performing this like weird surgery where um, she's able to get his voice box and um, you see the scene after that she hands back Forky and Woody has Forky and Forky for some reason, Bonnie left her backpack because they do go into the antique store at one point. Yes. She left her book bag in the antique store. <laughs> that part was really funny where it uh, Buzz keeps like pressing himself yeah. like to hear his inner voice. And it keeps saying, go home, go, go home, home. Like, go home, mission, fall back. Yeah, mission completed yeah. or something. And then <laughs> his or Bonnie's mom is like, how do you shut this thing off, Bonnie? And his dad was like, or her dad was like, just throw him in somewhere and she th- is trying to like throw him into like, this um like little cupboard thing and he goes you forgot your book bag it's in the antique shop <laughs> and she's like oh my god i forgot my book bag <laughs> and so, her dad like turns around it's going to the antique yeah, shop so they go to the antique shop and then you see gabby gabby and what's the name of the girl you just talked about harmony harmony yes and gabby gabby thinks harmony is like her kid like that's gonna be the you want <laughs> yes. is is her. Yeah, she because there's actually a book that Gabby has that she looks at, and there there was a scene I'm not sure exactly where it was where like Harmony is having like a tea party and 
it's Gabby like Gaddy is supposed to be having that tea party yeah. with Harmony and it's a book because basically sometimes you see like those dolls that have the books that come with them and like tell kids like oh you know have tea time with this you know whatever yeah, with and that's song. what it is yeah yeah and then they kind of go into that a little bit and then you see Harmony sees Gabby Gabby for the first time when Gabby Gabby can talk yes and you think oh my god this is gonna be this like is it. Yeah, this and Forky isn't like listening to Woody because Woody's in the backpack. Yeah. And he's like, come on, Forky, let's go. And then Forky's like, wait, Woody, wait. Like, this is This is it. This is it. And Gabby is grabbed by Harmony and Harmony's just like, well, Gabby or Harmony like pulls her string and she's like, hi, I'm Gabby Gabby. I want to be your new friend. And you see Harmony's eyes kind of like getting a little bit big, but then she's like, eh, and just tosses her. Yeah, tosses her in this um, box of blocks yeah. and that at that point I felt extremely bad for Gabby Gabby and I'm like she really does just want to be played with and have like a ch- they kept calling it oh you have a child yeah oh you have, have a child, a child? Yeah. yeah and then Woody's like I can't leave like I can't leave her so Woody gets out of the book bag and Forky stays in the book bag and Woody goes over to Gabby Gabby and he's like or Gabby Gabby goes well you can have your voice back box back she doesn't want me or something and he said something like, well, a friend once told me that every toy deserves to be played with or, or something, something along yeah. those lines. It's I like forget something the line. very profound. But right. And then you see Bo Peep say that's exactly right or something. Yeah. She comes out She's of the woodwork. She's the one that said it. So. Yeah. And then they end up like trying to, uh, Buzz goes back and like tries to get them to like go back or something because Woody says meet us at the carousel. Yes. And... We end up seeing a scene when, like, all the toys are in the carnival. There's a scene where there's a... This is this where, this kind of tore me up a little bit uh, before we get to the big scene that tore me up. Was There's this little girl. She's scared to death. She's, like, in between, like, those two games like you would see at the carnival. Right, right. Like, and, between the tents. Yeah, and she's lost. You can tell she's lost. Mm-hmm. And Gabby Gabby stops, and she's just, like, staring at this little girl, and you can tell she's lost. Yeah, because at this point... Buzz was, or I mean, Woody had every intention on taking Gabby Gabby back to Bonnie, Bonnie because yeah. he thought that Bonnie would really Play care her. for her. Yeah. yeah, and then you just see Gabby Gabby go, "I want to help her." Yeah. Like I, and then what Buzz is like, or, or no, Woody's like, "Are you sure?" Are you sure? Right, right. And she's like, "Yeah," and she goes down and she like sits on next to these hay bales and like the the two like bunnies throw the a baseball. Plush dolls, yeah. They throw a baseball and. uh kind of get the girl's attention she goes over and, and like gabby gabby goes hi i'm gabby gabby mm-hmm. i want to be your friend yeah and you just see this little girl like just hug her right yeah <laughs> and then she like goes up to the, like that gives her the courage to go right. up to the security guard and go hey i'm lost yeah yeah and like you see her find her mom and dad right after that so and then that kind of leads in because i was already crying <laughs> um that leads into the next scene where i cried the most where you can kind of explain it a little bit i'll let you go on it talked a lot and i'm running out of breath so at this point um buzz is back with the toys in the rv and they're trying to figure out how to get back to woody at the carousel and this is a great part too where um which it's the it's a little rhinoceros she keeps saying let's put dad in jail yeah that's her idea she's like we can put dad dad in jail put dad in jail and they're like no so she gets behind like the gas and the brakes in the rv we actually forgot another part per, w- way before that where Jesse like takes a nail to the tire yeah. so that he like changes it. That was really funny. I don't remember which part that was, but um, so this, this um, rhinoceros, 
Did you say rhino? Well, there's a unicorn that says... It was a unicorn, yes. Unicorn, and then there's the rhinoceros. Yes. So it sounds like the GPS voice. Right. So the unicorn is behind like the gas and the brake pedals, and um, so is the rhino, and she's the GPS voice. <laughs> and it's like, recalculating, like, turn, turn right. right. And he's like, um, did, did the GPS voice, does it sound weird, weird or is it just yeah. me? She's like, no, just drive. It's fine. So then... <laughs> At one point, he's like, no, this is, they're, they're taking me the wrong way. We're going and, back. And Buzz is like on top of the RV, like yeah. directing what they should do. Right. And she can't get them to turn right once. And you just see the unicorn start grabbing the wheels of the, uh, the brakes of the RV. Yeah. 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 And she, and like, they're like coming like to complete stops, like at a halt. And going. it's like back and forth, back and forth. Back. And then finally they get pulled over by the cops and the, the unicorn goes, Dad's getting. Dad's going to jail. Dad's going to jail or something. It was really funny. No, oh, I forgot about my favorite scene in the movie. Um, when they're leaving the antique store, Forky goes, "Those things are just really creepy, <laughs> terrifying, terrifying." Yeah. Um, but then they get pulled over. What happens after they get pulled over by the cops? They get pulled over. Oh no no no! They continuously go until they get to the carnival, yeah, and that's where they stop finally. Right next to the carousel, where Woody said to meet, Buddy told Buzz to meet him there. Right, right. And they end up getting there, and you see Bo Peep, Woody. And the two plush dolls. The two plush dolls and uh, Kaboom, Duke Kaboom, right? Duke Kaboom, yeah. They're all yeah. in like on the one side, and then you see all the other toys that Woody's normally with on, on the, the other side. It's there, so there's an awning that comes out of the camper, and they're on the awning, and then the other characters are on top of a tent, and um, so they keep Forky down there, and they're like keep Dad busy, basically, so that whenever the Dad's trying to get back in the car. Forky's like pressing the lock, lock button, button. And, like, and the dad's just not having yeah, a good he's, day. He's, he's like, what is going on? <laughs> and then um, Woody is saying goodbye to Bo Peep and um, Buzz comes up to him and is like, um, because you can tell Woody doesn't want to leave Bo Peep. Yeah, because this is the second time around. Yeah, and you just see him go, she will be okay. And you think she's talking about Bo Peep. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was kind of confused. I'm like, he's talking about Bo Peep. Okay. And then you see him go, Bonnie will be okay. You're going to make me cry, don't. <laughs> because and that's the scene where I just lost yeah, it. And you see Woody like kind of turn around and Bo Peep just like runs to him. Yeah, yeah. And then like all the toys see Bo Peep. They mm-hmm. start talking. And then like you just see that Woody found out he had like a better meaning. And he gives uh, Jesse his sheriff badge. Yeah. And then um, what was funny was... The RV starts to like the, they hear the RV start up or something because Forky comes up and hugs Bo Peep yeah. before he leaves and Woody's like who's keeping dad busy right and then they all like hop back into the RV and the mom's like oh my god the awning's out what is going on yeah you see all the toys end up back in the uh the camper yeah besides Woody Woody is with Bo Peep and the sheep and Duke Kaboom yeah. and right. the two plush toys yeah um and then the, towards the end so you get to see um jesse goes to school with bonnie she's in first yeah you were right she did go to kindergarten because then she was yeah. in first grade and uh jesse comes back and she gets out of the backpack and she's like they're like oh how was her first day of first grade and, da, da, da. and she's like it was great it was great she's making new friends and the t-rex goes, or rex thing. goes again oh she's already making new. she's like no she literally I made, made a, a friend and you see it's a knife it's a knife a plastic knife comes out and it's a woman and forky's like 
Like he's in love with her or something. And then the funniest part is, is you see her go, trash? You're trash too? <laughs> yeah, she's like, trash? And he's, he's like, like, no, you're a toy. I'll explain everything. Yeah. And, and then the funniest part is the next scene. Where yeah, well, that's that's actually, is it a credit? Was that like an after credit or was that an actual scene? What you're going to talk about? I know what I'm talking about. I'm it, asking you a question. I'm it's, asking. It's at the end of the movie. Is it a part of the movie or is it an end it's scene a credit? Part of the movie where it, the where the uh, knife looks at Forky and goes, "How are we alive?" Oh, that's and not what For- I was thinking. Yeah, of. and Forky goes, "I have no idea." <laughs> I was thinking of the part. So is that the official end of the that movie? That was the official end of the movie. So then the end scene credit is where. <laughs> They are, um, this is probably one of my favorite parts too, and I know it's not part of the movie, it was just an end scene, but where Bo Peep and the two plush dolls and Duke Kaboom and, Duke and, Woody. Kaboom and Woody are all trying to get these kids, toys. or the, the, the toys' kids, and the, the two plush toys are hanging up, and they're like, we can get you down, or something. And like, how? And like, uh, Woody like hits the target. Yeah. And like you see, like Duke Kaboom get the toys, and then these like all these kids. So basically, like at the end of it all, the carnival game has no toys. No toys at all. And they're all with kids, and you just see <laughs> these like plush dolls have like a vision of tearing everything apart. Yeah, they're terrorizing everything. Yeah, and like the guy that like runs the game, the carny. Yeah. yeah, and it was just really funny. And that I don't know if they're going to lead into Toy Story Five if they do do Toy Story Five with yeah. that or what they're. We gonna were kind of talking with, with uh, Derek and Abby about that, like how they could incorporate it, maybe like showing Woody. Um, on his journey with Bo Peep at different carnivals in different cities, or if they would, maybe the toys would try to get Woody back because Bonnie light misses Woody or something like that. We're not really sure how they're going to incorporate it. Um, but before we get into our actual review of it, um, the, a couple other, um, Easter eggs that were in there at one point, there was a grape soda cap from up. up, I'm not sure exactly what sheen it was, and I'm, I apologize for that. It's at like the very beginning. Of yeah, the it is. And then whenever you first see the carny, the guy that runs the game that these plush toys are at, there's a scene where you see the back of his calf, and there's a tattoo of the Pizza Planet truck. Yes. Um, but I think that's really it. We only saw really those I'm, three I'm, things. I'm just looking to see if there's anything else. And here then we also quick. talked about Boo and how we think she is in. Um, Grape soda. Bonnie's um, kindergarten class as well. They said that you're a toy scene is basically when they're talking to Forky about being a toy instead of trash. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even realize that. What? Um, a familiar sight. Maybe you're overthinking things, but one of the rides at the carnival did sure did remind us of a couple of Toy Story characters. Either the purple ride is a homage to Stretch, the purple octopus in Toy Story 3, or Buzz is uh, Nemesis Zerg from Toy Story 2. Okay. Um, I think Abby had mentioned too on the Ferris wheel or something. It kind of looks like there's a Luxo ball on that too. Oh, you're going to like this one. What? Uh, In his quest to reunite with Woody, Buzz unfortunately finds himself stuck on a carnival stall with Ducky and Bunny. Those are the two Ducky and Bunny, yes. Those are not the only prizes to be won, as there are several uh, versions of Hector's guitar from Coco that I were stolen that from him by Ernest De La Cruz. I thought that was it, but it's purple. It's not the white ones. They're they're blue. I'm blue looking or at purple, them. They're whatever. blue and purple, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that they looked familiar, but I wasn't 100% sure. Um, 
Okay, and then obviously in the movie she writes Bonnie on the names of all the toys too. Yeah. So which is another like little Easter egg. So that's basically the whole movie and the end scene credits. Make sure if you are going to see it, you to get stay to see for boom at the end. Stay for the entire thing, like the absolute entire thing. It's like five minutes. It's maybe. five minutes, maybe. Yeah, you you won't be disappointed. Um, but the thing that I'm not okay with, I overall the movie was amazing. It exceeded my expectations. The thing that I'm not okay with is that Woody's just not part of the toys and i just i feel like they have to go on to another one to bring him back or something because i don't don't know know. um yeah it's a bit of a tearjerker to see woody leave the gang i think so what irritated me i guess was stuff that i read i've read something on one of the pages we follow today and somebody was like this is going to contain spoilers in the comments so if you haven't seen it don't read it so of course i read it because we had already seen it and she had said, well, I didn't enjoy the movie at all, which, again, you're entitled to your own opinion. But she said, it doesn't even include all of the other toys. It's basically just based on Woody. And, I said, and I'm thinking, well, yeah. That's basically a, all the movies, like, barely. He's the, the main toys. character yeah. out of the Woody toys. Woody and Buzz are yeah. the main characters. Buzz was kind of pushed aside this movie, I think. But he did have a, a pretty good role. Um, but I think that was the point of the movie. Because he was Andy's best friend. Woody was Andy's best friend. And then whenever he moved to With Bonnie, Bonnie, he's not. He's kind of, you know. Thrown away. Right. So this was him trying to find his way. And I think that was the main point of the story. And I just, I don't think that she was right in saying that, you know, all the other toys, well, they didn't get as much yeah, movie scenes whatever. or whatever. But I, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. Um, do you have any? Def- I definitely say, like, I know we graded on a scale of, like, must-see it in theaters. Yeah, so our like scale. Like, $5 movie night, Netflix, or uh, jailbreak. Our, so, yeah, our, our scale is you have to see it in theaters um, whenever it's out, full-price movie. <laughs> the $5 movie night, which is basically discounted movie night. Um, wait for it to come on, like, uh, blue. Netflix ne- or no, whatever. No, not Netflix. What's it called? Redbox. Yeah. Redbox, or you kind of steal it, you jailbreak it, whatever. To me, I would say you have to see it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, um, I cried multiple times. I laughed. It was just yeah. a great movie. Um, one out of ten for this one. I'd probably put it at like a nine point two out of ten. Eight point nine. Because I mean, there were a few things that I would have changed. I'm not gonna go into what the, those are, but um, I would say like nine point two out of ten. And um, I I think this is probably my favorite Toy Story. That yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's either my first or second, so. Yeah, I think it's definitely my first favorite Toy Story. All right, so you want to go ahead and give out the tag so people can know where to contact us? Oh, yeah, us? we totally forgot to do that today. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so we're on Instagram. We're a little off our game. Yeah, we're on Instagram, started with a mouse underscore podcast. You can contact us on Gmail at started with a mouse podcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on Facebook, started with a mouse podcast. We have a growing group of friends there, and we, uh, again, thank Joe for his um, review today. He's a big man. Yeah, his review. Okay. His review of Galaxy's Edge. Um, He's a big part of the group, too. So hit us up on Facebook at Started With Mouse Podcast. And then make sure you follow us either on SoundCloud if you don't have Apple. It's just Started With Mouse Podcast. And then on Apple, you want to subscribe to us so you know exactly whenever we download, yeah, update the episodes. And then rate and review us just so we know how we're doing. And if you do, we will read it on the show. The show. Um, Okay. All right. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And we hope to bring a little bit of Disney magic into your everyday lives.